Welcome back, everyone. It is episode 154 of Thirst and Goal. I am Franny. Across the from me is Ben, and we are a show about NFL football, fun, friends, whiskey, and beer reviews. Subscribe, and you'll get everything you need to know about the NFL and become a whiskey and beer expert like us. Subscribe at our website, thirstandgoal.buzzsprout.com, or search us in any pod catcher. Ben! I am sure you are so excited because I am. Here, I am sitting here last week. The Steelers were on the outside looking in. Really, but miraculously, miraculously, the Colts lost to the Jags, and the Raiders <laughs> win. They tried to tie. The they tried second. to tie. They tried. <laughs> they, they tried. Notwithstanding what ra- what Chargers fans are telling themselves, they tried to tie. Yeah, they did, but Ben. <laughs> Big Ben, I can't believe has it. one more game. I can't believe it. I at mean, least for the Jags in his career <laughs> to beat the Colts, and for somehow you know a game that everyone, all my friends, all my relatives texting me like, "Shut the fuck up!" There's no way they're gonna tie, and I'm like, all this yeah. negativity back, like, "Nope, I think they're gonna tie. Yeah. I think yeah. they're gonna die. Yeah. And they're like, "No, you're crazy." And then oh, twenty is it twenty nine twenty nine. And headed to overtime, and I'm like, that's it. There's no incentive for either one of these teams to win. Yep. Neither team needs to, you know, they shouldn't, they should just try not to make a mistake and get to the end. Um, what was it, like a minute to go in the game? Pretty much. And yeah, it says like 48 there. seconds to go yeah. in the game or something. And, and Card, you know, essentially they're going to run the clock out. Brandon Staley inexplicably takes a timeout yeah. to put his defense or the defense that he wanted to have on the field against the run, allegedly. And he puts his defense out there, calls a timeout. You know, Basaccia and the Raiders are like, well, what the hell then? We're gonna yeah. we are gonna run the ball and we run the ball for nine or ten or eleven yards or yep. whatever it was. Some good yardage right there. Kick a field goal, win the game. And the Steelers. And the Steelers are going to the playoffs. Sonia was so angry because I was like <laughs> the, I, I was so angry at, at yeah. the, with a minute to go that, that, that because essentially they ran the ball for a yard or two. Yep. And they were just letting the clock tick down. Let both teams. I mean, even though they're division rivals, I mean yeah. it's not exactly. I like, wouldn't allow that. I like, mean, if 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 AFC I'm, if West I'm playing, and their vaunted rivalries yeah, no, and if, the if AFC playing, West, there if, aren't if any. it's the Cowboys, if it's the the football, I mean, I'm not sure what the football team is going to change them change their name to. I think it's like the Commanders or something yeah, yeah, like yeah. there was something that came out where they might be the oh, Commanders yeah, or something. They're allegedly gonna and then you know the Giants. I want the Eagles to beat one of those teams. I don't care. Yeah. I don't want both teams to go in. Fuck that. I don't. I don't want to face the, our division foe. Later on in the playoffs, possibly, if you have a chance to get rid of them, then get rid of them. And you know, I think the Raiders did the right thing, whether it was the timeout or not. But I mean, that shouldn't have played into it at all. This is your division yeah, rival. Exactly, exactly. You should beat that team across the field from you. I mean, it doesn't matter who it is. And it was really, a hard fought game. It was. It was. It was definitely a hard fought game. I mean, obviously the Raiders. I'm not sure exactly what they did. I mean, they were up by 15 points late in the game with like, I'm like give four, me an odd number, give me a safety. Four, four minutes left in the game or something. They're up by 15, and I'm like congratulating you. I'm sending you text messages like, Ben, the Steelers are going to the, to the playoffs. I can't believe it. I mean, what a crazy day it was. And then here it comes overtime. And here it comes overtime. <laughs> and and you know, I I also thought. I mean, the clock was going to run out, but you know, I think Basacha did the right. Thing. I mean, it's, oh, yeah. it, it, and I think it, they, if they could have ran the clock down to like a few seconds, yeah, they probably would have tried the long field goal anyway. But it yeah. would have been like a fifty-nine Much yard field goal yeah. or something. Much more difficult, but uh, you know, whatever happened, Ben, it happened. It happened, and the Steelers are in the playoffs. Because I was so pissed. I'm like the Jags, yeah. 15, yeah. 17 point underdogs to the Colts. Somehow, miraculously, they beat the fucking Colts in the morning. 
And here we are in the evening game, and the Steelers are going to miss the playoffs because of a fucking tie. Of all things, like the, the, the biggest underdog probably in week 18 wins the game. The Steelers beat the, the Ravens in overtime, 16 mm-hmm. to 13. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to miss because of a fucking tie between yeah. two garbage franchises from the West Coast. One tie this season. And that was the Steelers yeah. and, and, the and, Lions. The, and the Lions. Yeah. It doesn't happen very often. I mean, the odds of it happening are very slim, and it almost happened. But it didn't, and oh, the Steelers are in. Yeah, I mean, Sonny, I was, I was, I was saying some pretty horrible things about. I would be too about both of those franchises yeah. at the end of that game. Yeah, I know, and but, about the but NFL. But usually do in general. Yeah, yeah. But for having the that'll be my my bus later for even having that game on at a different time is malpractice. It was uh, a great game. It was a great game. It was a great game. No, yeah, well, no, it wasn't now. a great game. It's even better. Forty-seven now. to zero would have been a great game. <laughs> And the game being competitive hey, at all made it not as great. As long as somebody won the game, it was a good game. Yeah, for sure. For I Steelers. mean, I would have liked to see Herbert yeah, you know, make the playoffs. sigh of relief in Pittsburgh. Yeah, that once, was when he kicked once that, that ball. Because I was jumping up and down earlier in the day when we beat uh, when we ended up beating Baltimore after the Colts yeah, were way behind. That was also a crazy game. I, I was like, okay, I can take a really nap. good games this week. And, and we'll definitely talk about that. I mean, the Rams and, <clears> and uh, the Niners, that was also a really good game, too. I mean, so there, there, there's definitely – well. There's some good games to talk about. The yeah. rest we don't really need to talk about. We need to talk. We don't need to talk about the Browns and whoever the fuck they played. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, we, we, we don't talk about that. We'll just let you know how they wrapped up the season and we'll move on. Friday. Exactly. How was your week this week? Uh, it was a good, it was a good week, Ben. It was uh, you know it actually seemed like it flew by this week. What about you? Very good, very good. I was back to work. I had a week off, week before last. Mm-hmm. So this was a pretty long week, mm-hmm. uh, all things usually, considered. Usually how it is, uh, right? because it, you know you're catching up with hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of emails and the mm-hmm. like. Uh, but actually, not not too. It was long, but not too bad. Uh, Friday, what are you drinking uh, tonight, Ben? I am continuing to drink from Heritage Distillery Company, the Dual Barrel Collection Rye Whiskey, finished in vanilla extract barrels, and it's not great on its own. But if you mix it with a little bit of Coke and a little bit of club soda, it's actually a pretty damn good drink. What about you, Ben? I like it. I am drinking a beautiful gin that Friday picked up for me a couple weeks ago. It is the Leopold. American small batch gin. It's a really nice, tight, 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 tight uh, gin. Uh, not too heavily spiced, but perfect with some tonic, a little bit of lime, and a little bit of rosemary in a pre-smoked glass. It looks old school. It's actually a really tight, crisp gin, and I, I highly recommend this gin. Uh, it's a small batch bourbon. I can't remember. I don't know where it's from. I think it's, is it, is it British? Uh, family Distillers. Because Leopold's just sounds like it's from Britain. Uh, my glasses. Want me to take a look at that? You know, you can't see, you can't read that small print anymore. You know, Denver, Colorado. Oh, oh, really? Beautiful, Denver, yeah. Colorado? Denver, Colorado. Le- Leopold's. <laughs> They're gonna call it Leopold's. Yeah. How dare you have someone named Leopold in Denver? No, no, I mean, I just wouldn't expect it. I mean, I mean, the bottle is really nice, though. I mean, it's a classy looking bottle. But at that elevation, I, I, you get... I expected that to come from like Liverpool or something. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but at that elevation, you do get some of the beautiful botanicals that grow only in those types of elevations. They do they? I, really? They do. Uh, okay. I had no idea. I, I <laughs> by <laughs> like yeah. there was that one gin that I uh, can't by remember. Mile High Stadium. <laughs> by that, Mile High. Where was yeah. it from? It was from like Iceland or. Somewhere. Oh, actually, no. It was a. I think actually, I think it was a Scottish gin where they, you know, they had all of the. The uh, botanicals that they picked sort of off the, stuff up now. the rocks in the highlands. But it's a really good gin. It's a really, really good gin. Franny, what are we going to talk about tonight on the first day of the NFL playoffs? Ben, what an exciting day 
to start off. I, I, I don't know why, first of all, why we don't have three games today, three games tomorrow, because Monday, you know, the Monday night game, Monday, Monday, Monday. there's people working. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm talking to people at work who are Rams fans all of a sudden. Uh, and well, there's also until Card- Monday there's, night there's until also, the Cardinals beat them on Monday. Yeah, there's, there's, I know, and then, <laughs> and then they, they put on their LA Dodgers cap, and uh, you know, I, I, you know, just or the shoulder. Well, the Raiders, they're not going to put their Raiders cap back. No, on. <laughs> no, maybe Niners. <laughs> maybe Niners. Yeah, Actually, the Niners. We're going to know tomorrow whether or not they're going to have those or the the Cowboys. <laughs> oh yeah, well, maybe they might by default know, take off their Rams cap and put on their Cowboys cap. <laughs> by <you> default, <laughs> not with Jimmy G. Yeah, but I don't understand why the why the NFL did that this year to get an extra Monday night game. It's I'm not super. A big, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm not. You know, I'm not a huge fan of that because people have to work. You know, I'm sure yeah. there's gonna be a lot of callouts <laughs> on Monday. You know, for people that want to watch the Rams game, who are all of a sudden Rams fans. But anyways, it is what it is. But uh, on the big board, band, we have our NFL Week 18 recap, at least the games that we need to recap, and our wild That's card. That's Friday's way of saying, don't talk about yeah, all I mean, the, the we, games, We don't talk about the Lions. That's a very surreptitious <laughs> way of saying, don't talk about all and the games. And we also have man. our wild card recap. We just had two games. We finished watching the Bills and Pats game. We'll talk a little bit. Not much to talk about, but we'll talk about it. And we also have a shout-out to our new and loyal listeners out there. We also have our NFL playoff picks and betting lines. And we have Ronnie's Flame and Ben's Bust of the Week. We also have our Shot of the Week, Ben, in honor of our two teams making it to the playoffs. Nobody expected seven the, and the, seven, the baby. Steelers to make it after last week. I mean, last week, nobody expected the Steelers to be in the playoffs, but they are at the beginning of the season. Nobody expected the Eagles to be in the playoffs, but they are. And we're calling the seventh heaven. Shot, Ben. It's all Pennsylvania all the time. Until we both lose. But right now, <laughs> we're in seventh we heaven. Lose. That's true. That's true. <laughs> and we also have our beverage of the week. It's the Bal Blair, 12-year-old. It's a Highland single malt scotch whiskey. So we'll definitely crack that open and enjoy that, hopefully. And we also have our beverage of the week, or actually our beer of the week, which is from Alagash, Ben. We've, we've enjoyed so many so offerings many. from Alagash. And remember, they gave us a little bit of swag. A lot of swag. Yeah, I know. That was, was nice of them. Very, very, very generous. I and mean, I we just still we, use the opener. Yeah, not only that, but I mean, you know, they give us those caps. They give us the nice glasses. And uh, this is their curcuma offering. It is an ale with fresh turmeric. So, you know. We'll see how that. I'm, I'm sure it's gonna be pretty interesting. It's good I'm, for the immune system. It, it is. It is. Uh, hopefully, I think. Yeah, right? I think is turmeric, turmeric is like good for. I think it's good for your skin uh, too, yeah, skin, right? Immunity. I think if you rub this on your on your face, it's good for yeah. you. Yeah, it's good for a couple. Th- it's good for a couple things. I used to eat it. I used to chop it up in my salad and just eat little pieces of it. But it's it's really hard. You can just pour this into your salad. It does uh, stain the teeth. It's oh, it very it. like if you fresh turmeric. If you just chew on it, uh-huh. it's super super. Uh, Orange. Mm. <laughs> like yeah, I like, mean, so this is gonna be pretty interesting. I don't, I don't think we've tried anything like this before, but be good. you know, I saw that it was from Alagash, and we've enjoyed, you know, pretty much all of their offerings. Oh yeah, so far, and so I can't wait to try that. And we have our housekeeping to finish up the show, Ben. All right, Freddie. What's first about a big board? First up, Ben. We have our NFL Week 18 and Wild Card recap. Can you believe it? Ronnie, first up, Washington beats the Giants twenty-two to seven. Yeah, two terrible teams. Did one with a new that? name. I mean, like the Giants. I'm not going to click on it. I don't want to look at yeah, any yeah, stats. Yeah, yeah. I don't want you to yell I mean, at me not, for not looking much, at not stats. Much to look at. I mean, you know, um, what's his face? Uh, the coach there was it uh, uh, for the Giants? Uh, Joe, Joe Judge, Judge fired. Joe Judge fired as as he should be fired. Yeah, we can go uh, through all the judge, all the coaches that were yeah. fired as we and, go and, through and, this. And, and, 
When you line up on your side of the field, uh, it was I think it was like third and eight or third and nine. Oh right, right, yeah, right, yeah. right, right. For a QB right. sneak, I forgot about that. A QB sneak. Yeah. At that, I mean, like, <laughs> I know, I know. Yeah, you should be fired I don't if you're know. going for a QB sneak. And I, you know, the, the the entire stadium was pissed off. And and I, I think he was fired, and the GM, I believe, was also fired as well. Yeah. Got and him. rightfully so. I mean, they haven't had a winning season in what five or six years now. They're usually hovering Somewhat around four or five wins. You know, I mean that was a once competitive franchise. Yeah, you know, through yeah. the '80s, through the '90s. Yeah, I mean they were. A I mean, even in the early franchise. 2000s. I yeah. mean, they, they they won. You know, a couple of Super Bowls. Uh, but uh, you know, they they've completely fallen off. And you know, Joe Judge. I'm not sure if he was ever the right hire for them. But you know, obviously, you know, they did the right thing by firing him. You know, Daniel Jones. As much shit as I talked about Daniel Jones, he's not as bad. As I, I probably make it seem, I think he is, but he's in my division, so like I hate franchise. all the other quarterbacks in my division. But you know, he deserves better. You know, he, he like he, he's uh, he's almost like Mitchell Trubisky with yeah. with Matt Nagy. It's, yeah. it's almost that same thing. Like you have to you have to nurture these young quarterbacks. Yeah. He, he just you know got the short end of the stick. Yeah, I mean it's just it's just funny. I mean it's like a it's like a Family Guy or a Simpsons episode where they climb the tree and they hit every branch coming down and every branch breaks. That's essentially Bill Belichick's coaching tree. There's a really strong branch on the top of the tree where he sits, and then everybody that is on that tree just cracks into a million pieces as it's falling down. Uh, Joe Judge came over from the Patriots. Not Vrabel. Well, he was a player. It was a player, but whatever. Uh, But yeah, I think Judge was like the special teams coordinator or something for for New England. Yeah, he definitely deserved uh, to be fired. I just like to see that. I mean, I know it's in your division, but Mm -hmm. being from New York, I'd like to see the Giants be... I don't want to see not them. A, no, not I, a laughing I, stock. I, I, I don't want them to be good. The Jets are a laughing stock. The Giants are a laughing stock. The Knicks are a laughing stock. Well, the, the Nets are, are maybe not something so much. different. Well, Brooklyn is, you know, they're not bad. They're not they, bad. They but I mean, have to, the ones great teams, even the Yankees are not performing the way that I would like, and the Mets are continuing to be a laughing stock for yeah. most of the... Yeah, I'm not even sure how the Rangers or the, the, the Islanders Couldn't are doing. I'm, I'm not the sure. The Sabres are probably I better. I don't, I don't really pay attention to uh, NHL too much. Yeah, you got to hit the 87 to the 90 and get out there to Buffalo if you want to see some good football and some good competitive sports play. <laughs> right. Uh, but next up, the Bengals at the Browns. Yeah. The Browns, you know, the Bengals sat essentially everybody, mm-hmm. and the Browns mopped up and ended up beating the Bengals 21 to seven, the well, Browns ben, finished the season eight and nine, not bad, and the Bengals no, but, finished uh, ten pretty, and seven. Pretty surprising. I mean, this was a team that was competitive last year. I mean, they made it. Um, what's it was the Division. divisional round? Yeah, divisional round. They beat uh, the Steelers. Th- Thanks, Friday for they, they beat the Steelers. Did they play in the first round of the and, playoffs. Who did they play? I mean, they, it, they who did they embarrass in the first round? Game. No, it was, it was a very close game between <laughs> them and the Chiefs. Uh, so I mean, what do you think about? They had a the, chance to win right down to the what end. Do you think, that what do you think this team moves on? I mean, like, do, you, do you think they move on from Baker nope. Mayfield? Do you think and they, 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 keep they him? pretty much said as, said as much? Mm. Essentially, Stefanski said, "Why would I move on from Baker Mayfield? Like something Why? to that effect because of this season. <laughs> because <laughs> of this season. Yeah, I mean, I think he's the perfect quarterback for that city, for that team. He's tough. You know, he's gutty. He, you know, he puts his body on the line. He's pretty smart. He's pretty diligent in terms of his pr- preparation. He's just missing that it factor. They had that running game, and I just I, I don't ever. I mean, I think last year they sort of had a system in terms of their play calling that worked really well, and they were able to stick to it most of the year. This year, I just think they never really got in any kind of a rhythm. Even in even in the game before this game, or the game before this game that the Browns lost, uh, or the game against the Steelers. You know, Chubb is he's in, he's out. I mean, yeah. you know, it just they didn't have any rhythm on I, their offense or, most of the year. Identity. 
You know, I mean, like their identity last year. I mean, they had a strong defense. I mean, their defense was not bad, that bad this year, but it seems not like bad. they performed better last season. And, uh, and no also, rhythm. I mean, you know, Baker Mayfield was injured. He was hobbled uh, for the latter part of the season. So I'm sure that that did affect his game. Um, but yeah, I mean, they, they kind of moved away from the run, which is pretty interesting because they have and for no reason. Really good running backs. Yeah, and for no I mean, reason. Nick Chubb is is he should be you know tops in the league. I mean, he still is. I mean, even even though they didn't utilize him the way they probably should have, but um, yeah, I, I mean, it, it was shocking because yeah, that I was really, game against the Steelers. I would have penciled them the in as a playoff team this season, but yeah, they they fell short. They're 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 in the basement again. Yeah, I mean that is essentially where they belong. But uh, you know, I think it gives the. I mean, I do think it gives the 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 Browns an opportunity, right? They could stick. With Baker Mayfield, he's got one more year on it. He's got a fifth-year option next year. Mayfield's not screaming for a contract. The Browns are really yeah, well, not having to no talk reason. about it. There's no reason for him to so, scream for a contract. You know, gives him another year. Potentially, you could sign him to a, to a four-year deal after that if he performs well next year. But it won't yeah. be a particularly lucrative deal unless maybe, he unless yeah, he balls maybe, out next year. Maybe a blessing in disguise. You know, I mean, you know, he performs uh, poorly this year. Doesn't ask for a huge contract and can kind of spread that money around on the roster. You know, maybe this is a blessing in disguise for all Browns fans out there because you've suffered for so long. Maybe this is a good thing. Yeah, and Chubb was hurt for part of the year. Hunt was down for part of the year. OBJ is OBJ. Uh, you know, there were injuries across that team. Well, I think I'm moving not, on from OBJ was a, a smart decision. Yeah, but I'm not ready to give up on Baker Mayfield just yet. Uh, given how difficult it's been. And for what a the, great actor he is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, those commercials are way are, are great. Like watching State Farm and watching like Patrick <laughs> Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers. I'm like. You are, hey, whoa, 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 you, you are the most, bad are the most annoying off the field person. Like, did you not watch Peyton Manning? Do you not watch Baker? Like, I dislike you more watching commercials that you have an entire day to film and not come off as an uh, yeah. asshole. I like Romo's uh, Corona commercials, though. Yeah. Yeah. His those commercials are good, were good. Yeah. Those are, those are good. But I yeah. like him in the booth, but he's good on the commercials. But yeah, I mean, even, you know, Mayfield's good, but 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 those the State Farm commercials are just yeah, really bad. Yeah, I know. Even yeah. the Rogers ones are pretty bad. I mean, it's the writing, but, you know. The, May, the Mayfield commercials yeah, we are got, good. We got to get some better writers in there. Yeah, like I think the what is it Progressive that does the? That's is it flow. Progr- is it Progressive? Which one is uh, are the ones at home with Baker Mayfield? What is that? Uh, is that Progressive? I'm not sure who that is. I, I don't know. There's so many insurance. But those are good. Yeah, but those, 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 are good. those are they're actually pretty damn good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's you know he's not unlikable. Like are, the, are, there, like the are there are there is again, there if, is there an Academy you know, Award for commercials? Uh, there's a there, there are awards for yeah. commercials. I don't know what yeah. they're called. Well, he should win one. But then again, if I'm related to Jackson Mahomes, <laughs> I would give I'll give Patrick Mahomes a pass because he had to put up with that and his wife that piece of shit for his entire <laughs> life and his wife. I'm yeah. sure she's a lovely lady, but she doesn't come off as one <laughs> yeah. in the media. You're not surrounded by the best. Yeah. <laughs> You're not surrounded by the best because he's such like even I mean Patrick Mahomes makes like 500 million. He's gonna make 500 million dollars at the end of his contract. He's gonna and, be like the Federal Reserve next year. He's gonna be it's, like exactly one trillion, eight trillion dollar balance but he, sheet. He, he comes off as a, just this humble guy. He, you know, he, he's not very flashy. You know, he doesn't get in front of the cameras. Uh, you know, wearing whatever you know, Gucci or or Prada or, or Balenciaga or all that stuff. I don't he's even just, know those. I, didn't, I don't even know what that last he's, brand he's, is. He's, he's just you know, he's he's a humble dude, and he carries himself very professionally. Yeah, but then his family. I know. Like <laughs> you he's don't the get one. to pick your family. He's the well, one. Well, you do get to pick your wife. You do get to pick your wife. But he's the one making all the money, and then, and then you have all these other people around you acting like a holes. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, like that brother of his is like. Just, yeah, he's 
pay him to go away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's got to. Here's forty million dollars, brother. Just <laughs> go don't away. say anything anymore ever. He's got the. He's got Antonio Brown and his family, and he doesn't play football. Yeah. Uh, next up, Steelers at Ravens, Franny. Oh, this was ben. the. I mean, the game ben. was essentially over. This is in, actually in Jacksonville. I thought all we got to yeah. do is win this game. We're winning in. You know, because there's gonna be some, one. there's gonna sure. be some winner in the Raiders. It game. It was a boring game too. I mean, if if, if you're obviously if you're if you're if you're a Steelers fan, it wasn't boring. But if you're a neutral spectator, this was actually a pretty boring game. Not, not a lot happened on offense. The defenses both played well. Um, you know, Huntley didn't play as well as I thought he would. Yeah. But uh, boring one. But Ben, a boring one. Take it away. It was a it was a great game for Ben Roethlisberger. Thirty of forty four for two forty four and one count it. One touchdown, one interception on a tip ball that was that's, not his that's fault. Been a great game. Najee Harris come he he's knocked out of the game, pretty bad elbow injury. Figures out a way to come back in the game, gets back in the game in the fourth quarter, is carrying the ball Who with his, his elbow, carrying the ball with his left hand because he's Najee Harris. Uh, Eleven carries for twenty eight yards, but those came in big time downs at the end of the game. Mm-hmm. Chase Claypool balled out in this game. No more problems for Chase Claypool coming off that ridiculous late game. Uh, theatrics when he didn't actually or when he cost the, the team about 20 seconds on that play mm-hmm. benny Swell jr 12 carries for 22 yards for 1.8 average but that's <laughs> typical for steelers running back pat fire uh, that's typical for him yeah with 53 yards and beautiful beautiful chase claypool he's back in my good graces with a touchdown in this game five catches for 37 yards but at least he are you wearing it. your claypool sweater nope nope uh, where am i steelers sweater today everything is steelers all the time roethlisberger tomorrow on the other side of the ball, Tyler Huntley, down game for him, 16-31. to 31. But the Steelers' defense, I mean, this was Ben they Roethlisberger's did, yeah. last game. The defense came to play in this one. Uh, Roethlisberger uh, played well, and the defense played well. T.J. Watt? Uh, T.J. Watt sets yeah. the sack record. Actually, he, That's right. he should have the sack record yeah, because he the, or the sack or the sack that was not ruled a sack in the first quarter, it was clearly a passing play. Huntley clearly dropped the ball on a pass play, and he was tackled in the backfield. It should have mm-hmm. been at least a half sack mm-hmm. for Watt on that play, but it was not scored that way. Uh, Huntley 16 of 31 for 141, and no touchdowns. Two interceptions. Akella Weatherspoon with an interception in that game. But Latavius Murray, 16 carries for 150 yards. Gashing that Steelers defense, he just kept running up the field for 20 yards, 10 yards, 15 mm-hmm. yards. But the Steelers eventually figured it out, got the game to overtime, kicked the field goal in overtime after holding the Ravens. Friday, what say you? Man. And off to, I was the, nervous. And off to the playoffs. I was, I was nervous because early on, uh, you know, when I, when I well, uh, you know, because we, I, I usually leave here late and I wake up late. And, um, you know, I, I wake up and I look at my phone and I see 7 nothing. Jags. Yeah, exactly. There's a chance. <laughs> I know. The Steelers. I saw them like, well, the Colts the will come back. The Colts do, will come back. All the Steelers have to do is win this game. You know, I mean, they don't have Lamar Jackson in there. You know, Huntley, I expected more from him in this one, but thank God he didn't do more. But, I mean, you know. the, the Half the Baltimore Ravens roster was out. Yeah, the but, starting but, offensive but the, roster. But the Steelers' defense really put it to him in this one. And, you know, early on, I was like, I was a little nervous. But once I saw the Jags kind of pulling away. I wasn't nervous about that game anymore. I was more nervous about this game because the Steelers' offense, I mean, they just couldn't get anything going at all. I mean, the Baltimore yeah, Ravens have a pretty good defense themselves, yeah. but, I mean, come on. They're still depleted. They should have done better than this. It was a lot closer than it should have been, but they came out with the win, Ben. Exactly. A sack for Cam Hayward. A sack for Chris Wormley. A sack for T.J. Watt. We got to Huntley in the backfield. I, I mean, I was I was ecstatic after this game, and I thought, well, all we got to do, I mean, in my mind, I thought it might be a tie. But what I was really saying at the top of my lungs was this. 
So bad. This is so bad. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. Steelers. Here we go. Pittsburgh's going to Super Bowl. Here we go. Right. Yeah, I don't know if they're going to Super Bowl, but they're in the playoffs. <laughs> But what did you think? I mean, did and you that's think- better than Fly Eagles Fly. Oh you yeah, think yeah, that's seriously better than Fly Eagles Fly. Uh, yeah, well, because the internet doesn't allow Fly Eagles Fly to play I mean, it's, through it's, my it's, computer it's, it's into the play. into the into the interface yeah. at an appropriate. I've, I tried MP3s. I tried yeah. ringtones. Something about that that file doesn't want to play. It's too good. It's, it's too, too good of a song. It's too good <laughs> that it doesn't allow your computer to play. But Franny, I mean, what did you think after this game? You, you thought obviously the Steelers. Well, were I, thought, I, mean, I called you. I called yeah. you. I called you after this game, and I was congratulating you and telling you, Ben, we're both in as the seventh it. seed. <laughs> I know. And I know. and then obviously you know the the nighttime came game came and 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 we were both a little nervous in that one. But I was pissed, Ben. They're in the playoffs. You know whatever happens tomorrow. And we drew an easy happens. game tomorrow. Yeah, the Kansas City Chiefs. That's gonna be an easy one. Maybe if they're the early season Kansas City Chiefs, yeah. you know, like the 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 three and four Kansas City Chiefs, because they turned it on ever since that point. But uh, yeah, the Steelers are in. Ben Roethlisberger gets didn't play one a great game. But this was a, game. This was a Steelers type of win. And you know, I I think like you know, like we like you mentioned off the podcast you know, with Ben Roethlisberger saying nobody expected us to be here just because of what the circumstances were. Just go out there, have fun, and whatever happens, happens. And I think that's the best approach for the Steelers because they are obviously the underdog. Um, and 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 team you know, points, you know, just just all the experience that he has and all of the young guys that he has on that team. You know, who knows when you're gonna make it back to the playoffs? Just go out there, have fun, and fuck it. Whatever happens, happens. That's just the best approach, I think, for the Steelers right now. Yeah, for sure. I mean, Juju Smith-Schuster is going to play tomorrow. Came back from his shoulder, his season-ending shoulder injury, after only ten. Weeks after of rehab, after his surgery, you know, I, I think that shows that he really believes that this team has some potential, mm-hmm. worked his ass off to get back. You know, well, who knows how much playing time he'll be able to carry tomorrow in tomorrow's game after, you know, first game back after being out for 10 weeks. But I think it's a big lift for the Steelers to be, you know, have a full complement of receivers with Juju and Deontay Johnson and Chase Claypool and mm-hmm. James Washington is now off COVID protocol uh, and leaving somebody out there. Uh, but there, you know, we have a full complement of receivers. Najee is healthy enough to play, so I, I mean, I, I'm a little bit more optimistic than I probably should be. And also, uh, you know, shout out to Najee too for you he's know, a beast, going over a thousand yards uh, this season as a rookie. You know, early on in the season, behind little, that offensive line, you were, you were, yeah, no, exactly. No, <laughs> yeah. And, but you, you were a little harsh on him earlier on the yeah, season. Yeah, I was. Well, because and he wasn't hitting the holes, he yeah, kept knocking it, it outside. But I mean, there's there aren't too many holes that that offensive line is creating, so <laughs> yeah. he has to create his own holes. Yeah, there's, and, there's no mean, holes. Yeah, no, there's nothing, no, no, it's literal no holes barred. Yeah, which all is, holes barred. Which is the number one searched porn of? <laughs> <laughs> no, from oh god! If you listen to last week's episode, North, you get North, that reference. North Dakota. <laughs> North Dakota. <laughs> I don't know why they're interested in that sort of thing, but it's their no holes barred. No holes barred. That's what they search for in North Dakota. <laughs> but um, <laughs> trying to even think of a. I don't even know what city in North Dakota. Uh, Fargo. Fargo, North Dakota. <laughs> no, Far- is it Fargo? Yeah, Fargo. Right? Yeah, Fargo. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think or something. No, that's North Dakota. Yeah, North, North Dakota. Dakota. Yeah. Uh, but next up front of your Green Bay Packers without Aaron Rodgers, thirty to thirty-seven. Lions beat the Packers to end three thirteen and one. Packers get the first seed. They are 
13 and four, but Rodgers only threw 18 passes, two two touchdowns, of course, on 18 yeah. attempts. Yeah. MVP. Uh, Jordan Love, MVP. maybe. MVP. He will be the MVP. MVP. He should be. He will be. Uh, Jordan Love, maybe not the future. 10 of 17 for 134. One, count it, one TD and two interceptions in the game. But look at Jared Goff. 21 of 30 for 238 and two, count them. Two touchdowns against the second team defense. Tom Kennedy, who I've never heard of, was one for one for 75 yards. <laughs> I'm guessing that was a running back or, or a wide receiver that threw Tom that pass. Kennedy experience. And Jack Fox. Looks like a looks like a 80s <laughs> VJ lineup here. Tom uh, Kennedy and Jack Fox. Headbangers ball. <laughs> But Friday would say you about the pack. The Lions get uh, Lions mean, get a win. I mean, yeah. They, I mean, for the Packers, it meant absolutely nothing. I mean, for for the Lions fans, maybe this meant something. But uh, they're up there in the draft. They're just gonna you know be at the top top of the draft again and do absolutely nothing. But they played more competitively in a lot of games this I season mean, they than they were used to. They tied. They tied, with, with and they were competitive eight, with, with, in a lot of those games with a team. That's true. Which they team was that, Ben? That was the Steelers. Yeah. That was the the game. Well, a lot of yeah. games kept us out of the playoffs. Yeah. I mean, they, they did have a lot of close games early on in the season, and uh, you know, they didn't finish strong. But you know, I, I, they're they're still probably going to be at the bottom of of their division even next season. But that's too uh, bad. Uh, well, but next up, Friday, the game of the week: the Jacksonville Jaguars twenty six, the Indianapolis Colts eleven. Jacksonville goes to three and or they end at three and fourteen. The Colts end at a lowly nine and eight and miss mm-hmm. the playoffs. But Carson Wentz, Friday. 17 of 29 for 185 and one TD counted, one interception, but also a fumble in this game as well, or two fumbles in this game. Uh, Jonathan Taylor yeah. didn't use them hardly at all in this game. 15 carries for 77 yards, and even at the outset of the game, they were throwing the ball way too much. But look at Trevor Lawrence, 23 of 32 for 223, and to count them, two touchdowns in a game. It was funny, uh, the head coach of the Jags, whose name I don't even recall at this moment, oh, Daryl mm. Bevel who used to be the offensive coordinator in uh, Seattle, essentially in a press conference said, you know, you know, you, you, you knock the Colts out of the playoffs and you essentially say, well, that's what we were trying to do. Mm-hmm. And then they said something. He's like, so you, you know, you you moved to three and 13 and he looked at the reports. He was like, so we're in. <laughs> so uh, sense of humor at the end of the season, but Friday Carson Wentz completely yeah. shits the you bed know, I, in I the kinda, most important game which is, I, of his career. Kind of what I expected, actually. But this was the most important well, game I of mean, his career. He's had a, he, he had a few uh, important games with the with the Eagles as well. But but I mean, in terms of no, in terms whether or not of, yeah, he's yeah, going to yeah. be a starting quarterback in his league yeah. ever again. Yeah, I mean, which is a possibility. I mean, he might not ever be after that performance. I mean, he like you said, he completely shit the bed. He threw an interception. He had a fumble six, I believe. I, I you know I'm sure if it, if it was returned yeah. for a touchdown, but I I think it was right. Yeah, at least one of them. So I mean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, uh, you know, he fumbles like game, Derek Carr. I mean, for, for somebody that's been in the league that long, he makes a lot of boneheaded mistakes. I mean, you should really learn from your mistakes from the past, but it seems like he never does. You know, it's like when, when they say you know you make a bad play and you completely forget about it. And I think you brought this up, like you know, just like completely move forget on, about just move on. That's what but I love Ben Roethlisberger. You don't give a shit. Yeah, but he moves. I'll on throw on. an interception on the next <laughs> next play. I don't care. Yeah, but Wentz does it game <laughs> after game after game. I mean, it's like these these like he throws like these like uh, little shovel passes, left handed, right handed, whatever. That end up in interceptions under his or leg, under his, his it's back. like, dude, there's a point where you just have to go down. Like the game, like the the the, the that play is over. Yeah. Just go down and live for the next play. But he just doesn't have that sort of mindset, and and it's cost. But them that interception so was many. so bad. Yeah, it was a bad interception. That was a really bad interception. But I mean, to go up against the Jags. I mean, if this was the Tennessee Titans or whatever, and you're playing for your life in this one, and you lose, fine. But you're playing against like one of the worst teams in the league, and you lose the Jags. And, you know, I, I sort of expected this. Yeah, you know, that's why I was kind of high on the Steelers making it to the playoffs 
because you know the Jags and the Colts are both you know it's it's a division it's a division game. They're both rivals. I, well, sort of. I mean, it's not really. This like, makes six losses it, in a it's, row. It's not like a, a Steelers Ravens uh, rival or or Eagles Cowboys rivalry or or like you know Niners and let's say you know Seahawks more recently. You don't remember the Ice Bowl between the Jaguars and the, yeah. and the Colts? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's not that type of rivalry, but they're in your division. You want to keep them out of the playoffs, and they did. That's exactly what the Jags did. But I'm I, I I'm I'm sort of shocked at how bad Carson Wentz Are performed. You? I mean, this bad. And you got a first-round pick out of it. Exactly, which is great. Because but, they played more than 75% I, of the well, snaps. What do you think, Ben? I mean, you, you guys are, I loved it. I didn't yeah. think it was possible. None. I well, mean, even, I even, was even Carson Wentz playing poorly with Jonathan Taylor, with that defense that they put together, I thought even if Carson Wentz plays badly, even if they bench him, they'll still win this game. Mm-hmm. The Jags are bad. They're poorly they're coached. Good. They have a poor franchise or a poor roster. They've been floundering all season. Trevor Lawrence hasn't looked good in any – well, he looked good in a couple games, but but generally speaking, he hasn't looked good at all. Yeah, I know. I thought even if Frank Reich benched you know, Carson Wentz in the first quarter after an interception, they would still figure out a way to win this game over the Jags because mm-hmm. of that defense and because of Jonathan Taylor. And somehow they were not able to do so. And after this game, Frank Reich, Chris Ballard, the general manager, Jim Ursay, they've all refused to commit to Carson Wentz next season. I kind of I feel like like this is like one of those situations where you're at this like really really exclusive club like in Los Angeles or New York City, right? And Carson Wentz is waiting behind the rope line with the bouncer and Frank Reich's inside the club, no, no, and no. he's like, "I know you, I know him. Talk to him." And then Frank Reich just looks at him. And he's like, I, uh-huh. I, "I don't know this guy. I, I don't know." And he's just like outside in the freezing cold trying to get into the club. It's over. I, I, how can you? How can you go with this guy again yeah. next season? I mean, this, the, they I mean, had a great defense and Jonathan Taylor and a good offensive line, yeah. and this is the result. Yep. Yeah, should have stuck with Brissett or, <laughs> or someone else. But I mean, do you think this is it for when? I mean, do you think he's this Philip Rivers that he's yeah. he's this mentally? I don't want to insult the guy, but clearly a lot of this is in his head. Yeah, I mean, a lot of it. I mean, well, we saw what happened, you know, the last season with the Eagles and how poorly he played and he lost the starting position to Hertz. Um, and you get a first round pick. I and, can't and, believe and, you get a first round pick out a, of it. I know first round pick. And they're on the hook for $28 million of his salary next year. And it's, uh, I don't I don't know what to say about you guys guy really, because, I mean, he does have some talent. I mean, he does have <clears> talent. He's, he's got arm talent. He could run the ball, but it's just those bone headed mistakes that he makes game after game that he just doesn't learn from you know it's like if you watch ted lasso you unloaded a house with if, a leaky if, basement if, and if you, you got if, full if you price watched ted lasso and uh that sports psychiatrist that they brought on oh, that yeah, show, yeah she was awesome she was an awesome character but they need one in yeah. indianapolis right now or, or to a talk, team of them or i know they <laughs> need a whole room of those types of people to speak to carson wentz because he so has we've seen glimpses of what he can do when he's playing well, you yeah, know, and, even, Eagles, and even you know, back overcome large deficits back in 2017, and and what he did with that team, and you know, it was an 11 and three squad. Uh, were they 11? I think they were 11 and three, or, yeah, or before, 10 and three, something like Foles that. Took over. Before Foles took over, and and so we saw what mm. he could do, but he's never been able to replicate what he did back then. It, you know, you see a game where he's, you know, he looks terrific, and then the next one, he's looking like the same old and losing to the Jags and doing 26 like, to 11. It's like like amateur shit. You know, like rookie type shit. Like you would expect this from a rookie, not not a guy that's been in the league for five, six, how many, seven years now. It's crazy. Yeah, I mean, I I, I think I, I think I said. Well, I mean, they were on the cusp of the playoffs, but I think yeah. I said earlier in the year, like the best thing they could do 
is 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 whoever their backup quarterback is. I don't even remember the guy's name. You know, get it below seventy five percent of snaps, just so they don't have to give away the first round pick. Yeah, yeah. Next year, yeah. at least it would have been a second round pick. Now the Eagles get their first round. But there pick. were some games where he played well, and then you there question were it some games. as a coach. You kind of question it, like, should I bench this guy? Should I not? The you know, Eagles last year, essentially put him out on the curb, and we're like, no. But last year, the like with 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 uh, with Peterson, you know. It, it, Maybe they should have benched him sooner, but they, they should try, have benched They him tried sooner. to light a fire in his ass by putting Hertz in there and then going with him again and see if that would work. That didn't work. So, I mean, even if the Colts tried the same thing, if Frank Reich tried the same thing this year, probably wouldn't have worked. Sports psychiatrist. That's I think you could get. be arrogant or insecure, and you could fix that. But yeah. what I what I see with Carson Wentz is he's arrogant and insecure and stupid. And stupid, <laughs> I mean, but he's both, right? Yeah. He, he he genuinely believes that he's a starting quarterback in his league and a top level one. But he's so. also obviously extraordinarily insecure, and he lets his mistakes balloon and snowball and mm. impact the, the the you know the future play, the next play. You know he does boneheaded things, trying to prove that he's you know better than people think he is. Yeah. So he's sort of on both ends of the spectrum, and I don't know how you fix that. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Twenty-eight I mean, million sure. dollars not, on a salary not, cap next exactly. year for the Colts. Yep. Uh, but I'm not, I'm not sure where the where the Colts are gonna go from here. I mean, you know, I'm not sure you where they draft a quarterback. I mean, they're probably drafting like 18th or something. Yeah, they're probably yeah. It's late in the draft, so I mean, they're definitely gonna have to find somebody. But I, 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 I well, well no, you got their first round pick. Yeah, I, well, well, uh, <laughs> that's true. They're drafting yeah. in the second round. Yeah, we'll see what they do. I, but it's it's a very difficult situation. I mean, if I'm the Colts. I'm going to roll with Wentz early in the season. Oh, good Lord. I, I mean, you have to. I mean, you, you what, guys, what else, you can't what help else yourself. You what else are you going to do? What, what draft do? a quarterback. Yeah, but if you're going to draft one in the second round, who are you going to get? Uh, there's There are quarterbacks out there. Yeah. There have got to be quarterbacks I out there. I mean, there are quarterbacks out there for sure, but, like, you know, what quality of quarterback? Uh, better than Carson Wentz. Yeah, because there's not that many in the later rounds that, you know, there are starters right now in the league. But there's I mean, also you know, guys Prescott out there. Scott was a later guy. Uh, you know, you have Heineke who was not even drafted. I mean, Russell Wilson, you have certain guys that kind of got lucky. I'm not even sure where Garoppolo went. Um, but he was know, pretty high. I don't think he was a first rounder though. Uh, no, cause Brady would have been even more pissed. Yeah. <laughs> he was pissed, but he would have been even more pissed. Yeah. But you know, like, you know, you don't get, there, there are certain teams that have those guys, but far, far and few between, but they're out there. I mean, they're Frank Reich's supposed to be the quarterback whisperer. I mean, they're out there. I mean, Kurt Warner was out there. A lot of these guys are out there. You just got to find them. I, mm-hmm. Like I said, I think Shane Bichelle, who's with the Chiefs, is yeah. is a guy that somebody should take a chance on. If Frank Reich, if you're listening, uh, next up for on a Bears at Vikings. Yeah. Vikings thirty one, Bears not 17. much to talk about in this one. Nagy got fired, Zimmer got fired. Yeah, That's they both got all fired. You have to talk about in this one, <laughs> yes. and deservedly so. Yep, you gotta get a, you gotta have a quarterback. Yeah, well, uh, Bears finished six and eleven. Vikings well, finished eight and nine. Minnesota does have a quarterback. No, they don't. Kirk Cousins is, is a viable no, he's not. option in this no, league. He's not. And, you know, Mike Zimmer. He is the done... Honda Civic of quarterbacks. Reliable. He's very <laughs> he's reliable, but if you got to get away from the cops, it's not going to happen. <laughs> oh, he's not trying to get away from the cops. <laughs> I mean, he's trying to drive 200,000 miles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, that's, that's exactly what he's trying yeah. to do. And without any, without comfort, but, I mean, without have, luxury, enough talent. without speed, <laughs> without. <laughs> oh, come on. Honda Civics have an air conditioner. Okay. <laughs> they have an air conditioner. <laughs> but it, he is literally the Honda Civic of quarterbacks. And, yeah. and he, they need they need at oh, least he, a BMW. Oh, okay, where would you rank him in, from 1 to 32? Where would you rank him? 22, 23. No, come on. You think there, there, there there's that many quarterbacks? Oh, yeah. I would rank him I somewhere do. in the middle. Yeah. 15, 16. 22nd. 15, 16. 22. Every quarterback, in the a- any, every quarterback in the AFC North is better than he is. If you look at every one of them. 
Every one of them. Justin Fields is better. In the AFC North. AFC North. Okay, okay. At that time, okay, they said NFC. Every quarterback in the NFC West is better than him. That's eight right there. <sighs> well, you said AFC North. I don't know. I'm not sure if Baker Mayfield is better. He's right as good now. as Kirk I'm Cousins. Not sure if Baker Mayfield He's is as better. good as Kirk Cousins. Every quarterback in those two divisions, that's eight. Baker Mayfield's, I mean, uh, Kirk Cousins' numbers aren't that bad this year. That's for the season. true, but then you got Aaron Rodgers. He hasn't thrown that many. I think he's thrown like six interceptions the entire season. Uh, Yeah, not yeah. very many touchdowns, though, either. Uh, no, let's, let's <laughs> pull it up. Pull it up. Google, Google right now, Kirk Cousins, 20, Why are 21, you so determined to make 20, this guy 20, good? No, I'm not. I think Mike Zimmer is just a bad coach. No, he's well, he's just like Mike Tomlin. He only knows defense. Because I know how, I know how Kirk Cousins was when he was with the Washington football team. He was pretty decent. Oh God, are you really so, gonna make me stare? Yeah, I'm at this gonna guy's make you. Face? I'm gonna make you look at this guy's face. Uh, <sighs> what do you want to know? Let's see. Let's look at his numbers. Look at that. He look, look at that. Look fan. at that picture. That's look, that looks like the guy who's gonna be on a on well, A and E tomorrow like night. Guy. He's like he's like he's like he's like the handsome killer. He's like the guy that ends <laughs> yeah, up yeah. forty five bodies or, buried in his backyard because he he charms the women and gets them. Yeah. Into or, the woods. or it looks like he's wearing a white white button up with like black slacks, riding his bike around, <laughs> asking you if you found Jesus. There. Yeah. Exactly. There you but, go. Those are his stats. Okay, but look at twenty twenty one, Ben. Eight and eight. Obviously, not a great record. But look at his yards this year: four thousand two hundred twenty-one yards, which is pretty damn good. Seven interceptions the entire. Yeah, he doesn't season. have any receivers there. It, well, it, he's got like one really just good Adam one. Thielen and Justin Jefferson. <laughs> yeah. It's terrible. I don't know how he managed, but it. still, he he did it though. And Dalvin but, Cook. I mean, he has no weapons. Four, he has no weapons. But four thousand two hundred twenty-one yards. I mean, come on, that's a good season for any quarterback. Thirty-three touchdowns. And yeah. 33 touchdowns and seven interceptions, and you're going to tell me this guy's a bad quarterback? He has a bad coach. I care about wins. Well, so do I, but if you had a better coach? Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. But I still put him 22nd. No, he's he's better than that. There's eight quarterbacks. All Both of those divisions, every quarterback is better. Aaron Rodgers is better. Of course he's right? better. He's better than everybody. Uh, AFC East, Mac Jones is better. No, he's not better. Josh Allen is better. Josh Allen played well tonight, but he's had some bad games. And AFC South, Trevor Lawrence is better. No, he's not. Ben, that's a, that's a reach. He's not better. He's not even close. Tunga Bailoa is not better. That's for sure. Uh, NFC East, he's better than Jaylen Daniel Hurts Jones. Is better. He's better than Daniel Derek, Jones. Dak Prescott's sure. better. Dak Prescott is better. Uh, You're getting close to twenty now. Heine- he's better than Heineke. No, he's not. Yeah, he is. He has better numbers than Heineke. What is Heineke? You're talking about records. You said records. He's eight and eight. Where's Heineke at? Well, that's Washington. You can't yeah, count, you can't yeah, count yeah. Washington. No, Washington should have a better record because the division is bad. Well, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Okay. You really love you some Kirk. Cousins. I don't love. My, I, look, I don't. I don't love me some Kirk Cousins, but Mike Zimmer is just not a good coach, and he should have been fired last year, not this year. Yeah, but they have. A, I mean, it, it, but again, it's the same issue when you don't have a quarterback like Ben Roethlisberger, when you don't have a quarterback like Tom Brady. It's very difficult to hire a coach that only ben knows. He has better. He has better stats than Ben Roethlisberger this season. But it's hard. It's hard to succeed. And it's, it's one game difference <laughs> That's in, in terms of record. But it's hard to succeed with a, a head coach that only really is involved in the defensive side of the ball. You need a quarterback that can and an offensive coordinator that can run the offensive side of the ball. Kirk Cousins has never had that. Ben Roethlisberger since since Arians left has really never had the offensive coordinator he needs. But. But unless you're, you know, if you're Bill Belichick or Mike Zimmer or Mike Tomlin and you're just not involved in the de- in the offense, you have to have a quarterback that can that can take over the offense. And Kirk Cousins yeah. is not that guy. But I mean, look at look at what the Saints were able to accomplish. I mean, they almost made the playoffs this season. They didn't, but with almost no quarterback whatsoever. 
and they they're they're one game out. You know, if the if the if the Niners lose that game, they were down seventeen nothing. If they lose that game, the Saints go in. I mean, that's just good coaching. That's not something Mike Zimmer would be able to accomplish. And none of those coaches, Simeon, really? Well, no, but it's smart. I mean, Sean Payton is an offensive genius, and he hires good defensive coordinators. Yeah, I, Mike well, Zimmer doesn't hire good offensive coordinators, yeah, and neither but does that's the Steelers. What I'm you have a, a viable quarterback under center, and you still can't make the playoffs. That's a good fire right there. Especially in that terrible division. And it's not a very good division. You yeah. just got to lose to Green Bay twice, but you should have six wins mm-hmm. <laughs> against Detroit, or four wins against Detroit and Chicago. Uh, next up, Friday, Texans at Titans. Titans roll... Well, they don't roll, but you know they, they set they set most everybody. But the Titans end up winning twenty eight to twenty five. Mm-hmm. Saints, and Falcons, Saints, Falcons, Saints thirty, Falcons twenty. At this point, yeah. the Saints had I mean, a chance was, to make the playoffs. I was surprised that the Falcons played as bad as they did. You know, because uh, I mean, and they I went with they rolled with Simeon and somebody sort of else a, in this a game. win and end game for the Saints, but they did roll with Simeon in this one. And you know, for the Falcons with Matty Ice, I still expect them to win this game, but they lost. And uh, you know, the Saints not in the playoffs. Yeah, exactly. Next up, Seahawks get a win. I mean, Russell Wilson played well. The defense played well, 38-30. to 30. Obviously, the Cardinals were resting people. Well, actually, no, they weren't resting people because the Cardinals were playing for the first round a first round buy in this game. But the Seattle Seahawks make a statement mm-hmm. at the end of the season. And not only that, but a division title as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. true. That's true. So the Cardinals finished 11-6. and six. Seattle Seahawks, 7-10 and 10 with, with Wilson missing four games. Not terrible. Yeah, just but they had a chance to make the playoffs. If this had a bad streak, if they could have won a couple of those games when Wilson was out and Wilson, when he came back, had been able to play better, you know. But at least there's some hope in Seattle because Wilson and the team really did play a little bit better down the end of the stretch. It looks like Wilson wants to come back. You know, yeah, I mean, they I, always I, say they do. I want to finish my career in Seattle. Uh, yeah, and I think it would be but the where smartest. Go, I, Denver? I think it would be the smartest thing for him. Vic too. Fangio. Yeah, and and also I don't you know there's there's talk about you know um, firing. Um, uh, what's his face? Uh, the Seahawks head coach. There's no way. Yeah, no. It, what's his face? Guy, Pete Carroll. Pete Carroll. Jeez, I'm, what's I'm, his, thinking, what's I'm, I'm thinking Carrollson. What's his name? I'm, I'm, like, I'm like, it's Bobby not, Knight. Is there a Bobby not, Knight not, in, the, in, in like, the NCAA? It's not Carrollson. <laughs> it's Pete, yeah, Pete Carroll. I mean, there, there's no reason to fire Have Pete Carroll. Have you heard of Luke Holtz? <laughs> Have you heard of uh, who's this? Yeah. Who's this guy that coached UCLA for a long time? Uh, this guy. What's his name? Uh, Wood. Woodman. Uh, uh, Woodman. In my, in my, John in my head, Woodman? I was like Carrollson. That's not Carrollson. It's not Carrollson. That's yeah, not, just, that doesn't yeah. sound right. <laughs> Carl Carrollson. <laughs> no, but it, there, I mean, there's there's talk about firing him, and yeah. you know, but there, I, there's no reason to get rid of him. There's no reason to get you know if Russell Wilson wants to move on. There's no reason for him to move on. You know, they they've. They have a solid team in place where they can still make a run next season. You know, see what happens after the draft and all that. Um, they actually probably don't have any, that many picks to begin with. No, they but don't. you know, stick with what you have right there. It, it's been a recipe for success in seasons past. Okay, you had one bad season. I'd still stick around yeah, for one more. I agree. And then and Denver, you know, threw a little monkey wrench in firing Vic Fangio this week, so that that team might becomes maybe which I don't a agree little with. less. I don't agree with that. I mean, Denver just can't stick with anything. But, I mean, but, they can't they can't commit to anything. Yeah, but Nick Fangio didn't do a bad. And the team's for sale. He didn't do a bad job. <laughs> I mean, you know, with the, with I what mean, they what had. What is he supposed to do with I fucking mean, Teddy Bridgewater and and, no, they have, and uh, Drew Locke? No, but they have the Raiders. They have Kansas City, and they have the Chargers. And they have no the quarterback. Same. Yeah, exactly. And and they still managed to have almost a five hundred season. Yeah, I don't know why they fired Fangio. Yeah, I don't to be honest it. with you. I mean, I understand Matt Nagy being fired. I understand. Mm-hmm. Well, Brian Flores, I actually don't understand why that he was, was fired. Stupid. That was not a good fire. That was stupid. He has no quarterback. A he's got a, he's got a pretty stupid. bad roster. They're young, but they turned out not to be what people had hoped. They had a good year last year. Decent. Well, so you got the Bills. You got the Patriots in that division. 
I mean, but that Brian was Flores, a, that was a tough one. You know, I, I understand win. Zimmer, I mean, it, Judge, uh, Dave Culley, I think, was a bad a bad fight. Yeah. That team played hard. Yeah, but one and seven, and you come back, and you finish the season, what, nine and eight or eight and nine? I can't remember what exactly what the record was, but I mean, to come back after that bad start and almost make the playoffs with Tungo Vailoa, with Brissett as your quarterback, you know, th- those aren't like exactly stellar names that you want under center. But for him to do that, for him to accomplish that, and for the defense to play well at the end of the season, that was a stupid fire. And, and I'm I, sure someone's going to pick him up and, and be successful with him as that. Yeah, coach. and I think they talked up that roster in the offseason a little bit too much and set the expectations a little too high. I think the roster was overvalued going into the season, and Flores is being punished for the expectations going into the season. I think he did about as good a job as you yeah. can do with the roster that he had in the quarterback situation that he yeah. had there. Uh, next up, Jets and Bills. Yeah, Bills won. Bills win twenty-seven yeah. to ten. Didn't really have to. How many wins did the Jets end up with this year? They four and thirteen for Robert Salah. Uh, Bills finish eleven and six. Yeah, but terrible they, numbers for Zach Wilson though. Jesus Christ. Yeah, come on, Jets. Next year, Next Bucks year. Panthers close early on. The Bucks they won. Blew it open, and they're the number two seed. That's why they had to win this game. That's why Tom Brady played in this game. But it was close. But finished. But good for the Eagles who have to play him tomorrow. That yeah, Tom Brady has one more game under his belt. Gronkowski has one more I'd game rather, under his I'd belt. I'd rather play these guys in the Rams. Yeah, that's for sure. And next up, Dolphins at Pats. Patriots lose to the Dolphins. I don't think there's. I don't think the Patriots' seating was going to yeah, change, I don't think so. regardless of the outcome here. But the Dolphins, as Franny said, they, they had a decent season. I think their record was eight and nine, if I'm not mistaken. Nine and eight. Nine and eight. Yeah. I mean, how do you fire your coach at nine and eight when Tua Tungavailoa is your quarterback? Yeah, doesn't make any sense. No uh, sense whatsoever. But, yep, and the roster, I think, again, the roster is over. It's overvalued. Mm-hmm. The, the the roster that they've got there is overvalued. I think they fired the GM too. You want to take a quick break? Uh, I guess because uh, there's some really good games that we can talk about right here. And I have to take this bet. All right, yes. it's a bathroom break for Thursday Gold Podcast. We'll be right back with the rest of Week 18 and the Wild Card Playoffs. <laughs> All right, and we are back with the remainder of the NFL Week 18 recap. We have a couple of good games to talk about and also wild card recap. I can't believe it. Uh, uh, next, the last two games. Actually, this <laughs> you was, lost yourself in that. This was a good loss. I can't believe it. Oh, <laughs> I lost myself. <laughs> Scam. <laughs> this actually was a really good game. Uh, yeah, Rams, it was. Uh, or, uh, Niners 27, Rams 24. Niners had to win this game to get into the playoffs at 10 and 7. Mm-hmm. Rams were playing, I think, for a division title in this game. Yep. Rams finished 12 and 5. Niners go to 10 and 7. Overtime game. Jimmy Garoppolo. Franny, I got to eat my shirt mm-hmm. on this one. He played lights out in yep. this game. Yep. The statistics the don't look like it. I know there were a couple interceptions in the game, but he played really well in the moments that they needed him. Big first downs. Big third down passes. Touchdown. Touchdown. At the end of the game. At the end of the game. But he, you know, this is why looking at just statistics and stat that and AWS, you know, statistics mm-hmm. services and all that shit, it, it matters to a degree, but statistics don't tell you everything. No. Jimmy G, 23 of, 30, 23 of 32 for 316 yards, one count it, one touchdown, two interceptions in the game. Yes, but he played much better than that stat line indicates on the other side of the ball. Matthew Stafford. 21 of 32 for 238 and three. Count them. Three touchdowns in a game. Two interceptions early in this game that did not look, that they didn't look particularly good in this game. Frane, what say you? Cooper Cup with a touchdown. 
Tyler Higby with two TDs in the game. Now, like you said, I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo, I mean, coming up. He played well. Huge at the end of the game with like, what, was it around two minutes remaining in the game, you know, playing uh, playing for their season. You know, I mean, it's not like it was just a regular game where it's like, whatever, you win or lose, you have the next one. This was basically yeah. playing for your playoff lives, for your season lives, basically. And, and he showed a lot of poise going down the stretch, you know, connecting with guys down the field. In overtime, same exact thing. I mean, this guy, as much as you talk shit about and him. And that great running game in his This guy too. wins games. I mean, he does win. He hasn't lost a lot of games in his career. This guy. This guy. This guy. He doesn't lose a lot of games. If you look at his record, he's a he's, he has a pretty good fucking record in the NFL. Yeah, I'm not Which is, I don't know why you talk a lot of shit about him, and a lot of 49ers fans don't like the guy. Because, because he's, he's not average. healthy half the he's time. He's very average a lot of the time. Well, yeah, but not in this one. I, 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 was, I was very impressed with Jimmy G. And and what he did down the stretch in this one, yeah. I mean, he down, saved up, that team. He put them on their back. Oh, yeah. yeah, put up two big touchdowns in the third quarter, and the defense was able to blank the Rams. Comes back, puts up a big touchdown at the end of the game to tie it up. Mm-hmm. I mean that that drive at the end of the the fourth quarter. Yeah, that was a that was a. I mean, terrible defense by the Rams, by the way. Yeah, terrible. But, <laughs> but still, but Jimmy I, I, G found I, the guys that he'd find, and uh, I mean, you know, I forgot who, who which receiver it was. Maybe it was a tight end that just waltzed into the end zone uh, on that on the last. Uh, uh, Juwan Jennings. Play. Yeah, I think it was Jennings. Yeah, but who I came mean, up big in this game. Yeah, inexplicably. And, and Debo Samuel, I mean, doing his thing. I mean, he had a touchdown. He, he had a passing touchdown in this one. Yeah, 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 yeah. A passing touchdown to, I can't remember who. That might have been Jennings as well. Mm-hmm. That might have been Juwan Jennings on that one as well. Uh, you know, I, I, I haven't been enamored with the Rams all season long. I, I'm not particularly enamored as much as a lot of people are with with Sean Bavay. I think he's got a great general manager mm-hmm. that's able to bring in players, that the players are attracted to the team, and, and they take chances. You know, they, they make huge trades. They don't have any picks. They don't have a first-round pick for seven years or something like that. So I give I give the the McVay GM tandem a lot of credit because they're clearly on the same page and they're, and they're trying to win right away. But I, I just think the team is a little sloppy. They're not as well coached as, as a lot of folks think they are. And they make a lot of mistakes in, in big situations. Yeah. I think there's just a lot of new pieces. There's some new yeah, pieces, but they're, but they're, but they're not good. Oh, well, I mean, they're, well, they're, they have good pieces, but just, you know, they're like, Harbor freight. They're not, you know, they're meshing, not, they're meshing not. everything together yeah. and making it work as one cohesive unit. I, you know, I, well, we'll see what happens in but the playoffs. Defense, Maybe they can get it together. But the defense, with all the big names, you would expect them to. Uh, you got Von Miller, yeah. you got Aaron Donald, you got uh, Jalen Ramsey. Yeah, I mean that was an impressive interception by Jalen Ramsey, uh, juggling the ball and you know catching it eventually in the end zone and 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 sort of running it back a little bit. And I thought the game was over at that point, but you know Jimmy G really took over and and uh, I, I was I was really impressed with what he did because I didn't expect it. You know, I did not expect that at all. For him to find the guys down the field that he needed to, and 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 to pull off this win, and you know if they lost this game, they're out of the playoffs. But they win it on the back of Jimmy G. Cuban. Yeah, I told you de- he's and good. And the defense came up big yeah. in overtime. He can still the ball do it. Ba- you can do it. He can do it. You can do it. <laughs> getting the ball back to the defense, getting the ball back to Jimmy G. in overtime. Yep. And he's able to drive down the field, get the team in field goal position, and win the game. Mm-hmm. I, I I'd be scared of the Niners if I were yeah. the Cowboys tomorrow. This team can run the ball, and they can get after it with that defensive line. The offensive line plays well. They've got a lot of pieces on this team that can do multiple things. They can run. They can pass. They can they can catch. Mm-hmm. They can do a lot of things. They've got running backs that you don't expect to have big games that have big games. And Kyle Shanahan really understands the running game better than anybody else in this league, I think, since maybe... Maybe not better than Sirianni. Maybe since another <laughs> Shanahan in Denver. Uh, he really understands the, the 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 running game. This is a scary team, and the Rams, yeah. I think, are an overhyped team. 
I think that if, I mean, they're twelve and five. I mean, you know, that's not a bad record to a, have it's right a good there. Record. I just, I mean, you know, they're number two seed in the West. That's true. Uh, you know, that, well, NFC West are the champions, but in the NFC in general, they're number two seed. But if Arizona wasn't playing so, you know, hadn't been playing such crappy football the last few weeks, I probably predicted the Rams were going to lose that game. But I think that the, the Cardinals are just sort of in disarray. Mm-hmm. But yeah, give Jimmy G credit. No. I mean, just yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm eating. I'm eating crow. You know, he impressed me. How does it taste? It tastes terrible. (laughs) Uh, But he impressed me in this game, and and I have to admit that he impressed me in this game, especially in a game that they had to win. Mm -hmm. You know, as much as Roethlisberger. They were down 17 nothing in this one. Roethlisberger was able to get, you know, to overtime with the Ravens against a beat-up Ravens team. But Garoppolo's performance in a must-win game was much better than Roethlisberger's performance in that must-win game against the Ravens. We probably should have beat them up 27-10. to But instead, we ended up in overtime for some odd Win's reason. Wins a win, but a win's a win. But Garoppolo really impressed me. Mm-hmm. Uh, the worst game of the week by <laughs> far is next for you, Ben. The dumbest game on the schedule: the Raiders thirty-five, the Chargers thirty-two. Mm-hmm. Uh, Justin Herbert thirty-four of sixty-four, 64 pass attempts, three hundred eighty-three yards, three touchdowns, three count them. One touchdown, Austin Eckler with a, tone, a touchdown on the ground on 64 yards. Mike Williams with a touchdown through the air. Josh Palmer with a touchdown through the air. Eckler with a touchdown through the air. Poor Derek Carr, 20 of 36 for 186 and two, count them, two touchdowns. Mariota actually came up pretty big in this game. Uh, four huge rushes for 23 yards. Josh Jacobs, 132 yards on 26 carries and a touchdown. Two touchdowns for Hunter Renfro, who's just eh, escapability. <laughs> For Hunter Renfro out there, but Friday, this game both was uh, fun to watch, but man, also I don't see any grays on your head, Ben. I mean, this I, was I would terrible. Expect, uh, <laughs> this was terrible. I mean, I mean, this the, game the Raiders aged are up you. ten nothing. They're up, they're up seventeen, yeah, yeah nothing know. at one point, or seventeen to seven, or something at some point. Yep. What say you, Friday? This game was a shit show. No, I mean, it was a fun game to watch. It was a fun shit game. Show. It was a fun game to watch. If if you're not a Pittsburgh Steelers fan, I mean, obviously, I wanted the Steelers to make it into the playoffs, and I expect them to because it was it was like a 15 point difference in the game, and then you know the rent uh, the you know the the Chargers get that two point conversion, and then make it like an, it's almost like an even sort of game where you can make it like a normal football score side sort of game. Yeah, and all you have to do is not allow that two point conversion. Exactly, Raiders. exactly. But they didn't. It was a pretty easy two point conversion uh, for the Chargers. Um, but you know, for for I did any, I was for, out here. I was yeah. outside, wandering around when it was tw- when it, when it, I think it was twenty nine. For any neutral spectator, this is a fun game to watch. It's like that Forty oh, no, ers game, which was a, lot of, was a lot of fun game to watch. But uh, you know, Justin Herbert. I mean, the stuff that he did, his heroics down down the stretch in this one were similar to what Jimmy G was doing. I mean, it was like fourth down after fourth down after fourth down. They kept on converting on almost every single fourth down, and I was like, they're going to stop him now. And the Steelers are in the playoffs. No, the next time <laughs> or a again, penalty against the Raiders. You know, the, the, another fourth down. The Steelers are definitely going to the playoffs now. <laughs> just, I think it was like seven fourth yep. down conversions for the Chargers in this one, which is like an like it was like an NFL yeah. record. Like and it's if, never happened before. And if they didn't convert, there was a fucking penalty on yeah, the Raiders. Exactly. So I mean, it, it was it was a crazy game to watch. But Ben, and even in overtime, it was tied again. Yeah, yeah. Even in overtime, it was tied again, three to three in overtime. But the Raiders pulled it off. They pulled it off, and the Steelers are in. But what a what a crazy game! It was it was a lot of fun to watch. But sort thank of. you, I mean, Brandon I, my heart Staley, was beating for that timeout. Fast. I don't understand yeah. that timeout. I'll never yeah. understand that timeout. Yeah, does he? Uh but I mean, it, this never should have happened. They never should. These two teams should not have been playing at, at, at alone in the evening, in a, in a situation where they had already had, you know, they already had no or they know the outcome of all of the other games. This game should have taken place at the same time mm-hmm. as the Jags, Colts, Steelers, Ravens game. 
it was an unfair advantage for both of these teams who all they had to do was tie to get both of these teams into the playoffs. Playing alone after all the games had concluded was abject incompetence by the NFL. This should have been flexed in some well, other nobody garb- expected. Nobody expected the, the, the Jags to win. Right. I mean, that's but, like but that's, that's one of those things you can't really predict. But you can put all the games that are meaningful at the same time. It was a fun game. It was a fun, it was game, a fun if game if you're an impartial observer. No, no, but it, but now it's a fun game. If 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 it was a tie game, it wouldn't be as fun. But now with the result the way it is, Ben, it's a fun fucking game. Yeah, it was a fun fuck. <laughs> I hated this game. Forty eight seconds. I, I think it was like forty eight seconds to go. Yeah. When the Raiders I can see a couple of bald spots maybe on your head. We were pulling your hair out. Yeah. I think that's yeah. It just, maybe that's why I don't love it so yeah, much. I think they ran the ball and it was like forty eight seconds to go and they were just sort of mulling around, waiting for the clock to yeah, run down. And were. I was like, motherfucker, this game is gonna tie. They're just gonna run the but besides they're just gonna run the clock out. Hey, besides, yeah, I have a bet on this game. Uh, my family, they have a bet yeah. on this game in New York. They have to win this one. Because I think there were like thirty <laughs> seconds left on the clock. I mean, I think they would have taken it down. I'm to like gonna terrify everybody, but I'm gonna win at the end. But why do you think Staley called that timeout? I mean, he says he wanted to get his defense in yeah. there against Jacobs. I, I don't, run I don't, defense. I, mean, I, you know, I, I think he was playing to win the game, and I think Basaccia wasn't one hundred percent sure whether or not he was playing to win the game. You know, on the other side, of, uh, on the other uh, sideline. But then once he calls that timeout, he's like, "Okay, fuck, you would do this to me. I'm gonna do this. <laughs> I'm gonna do this to you, motherfucker." And that's why, you know, I, I, I think that's, you know, that that was that was the Chargers' game plan was to win the game, and I think Basaccia, you know, was willing to let it run out. Until he saw what his counterpart was doing across the yeah, field. I mean, yeah, I mean, my in in retrospect, I would have rather have seen Josh Jacobs fumble the ball, have it be picked up by the defense, and run back for a touchdown, and the Chargers win because that's who deserved to win this game. Because because if the Raiders were willing to run that clock out at the end of the game, mm-hmm. that's pathetic. Yeah, it, yeah. It, this if, if if the Raiders are playing. The fucking Jets or something, whatever. Yeah, but this, but is, this a is a division rival, rival and yeah. for you not to try to beat them, mm-hmm. I mean, I know it's forty eight seconds. I know if you make a mistake, you lose. You're not in the playoffs. But that's a division rival, and that shouldn't happen in professional sports. Yeah, they were they were in the playoffs shortly. So the Chargers deserved, <laughs> yeah, for a very short period of time. <laughs> they were in the playoffs for a very short period of time. Yeah, minimal. Uh, actually, no, they were in the game until the, no, they, they, they the were. last they were, they, were, they were there. They were there. But, but uh, that yeah. was, this should never what have happened. What a crazy game, man. But the Steelers are this in. should so never we, have happened. Who gives a fuck now? This sh- I care because <laughs> this might happen next year to someone else. And no one should. And, and poor side, I'm like, I hope they're fucking playing. I, mean, like, I was like, I hope the Raiders playing crashes. Oh, man. Well, because, Jeez, you're, that's, come on. Well, because of people's lives, man. Because they were going to run the clock out. <laughs> they were going to run the clock out. They were going to run the clock out and tie the game. Evil. They were going to run the clock out and tie the game. They're in the playoffs, you know, just because you're a Steelers fan. Yeah, but you can't. Well, I mean, I really, obviously, folks, I did not really wish that the Raiders playing crashed. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, But I was so angry. Why are you winking at me? (laughs) I was was so (laughs) angry that they were going to allow that game to tie. Yeah. Uh, I said some where it, it crashes, but everybody survives. Everybody survives but yeah. you know they have severe burns. Yeah, it's like in that, it's like in that Family Guy episode where yeah. you know they have the foam retardant that yeah, comes yeah, out yeah. of the front of the plane, yeah. and slows it down. Uh huh. <laughs> but Basaccia did a hell of a job this year. Of course, yeah. I mean, I, terrible situation. Oh yeah. Uh, I mean, it was it With was Henry it, Ruggs and the shit that he went through, and I forgot the other wide receiver flashing his guns on oh, the, uh, yeah the corner uh, the, the corner, corner. you yeah, know first round he, pick he barely played anyways, but. You know, no, they cut him first round. Yeah, back. yeah, and with Chucky and his emails and everything, I mean, it was it was a tough uh, tough year for the Raiders, but they did you know make the playoffs, and you know I I, I never root against the Raiders. It's you know they're, they're just one of those teams that you unless you're in that division, uh, you can't really hate on them. You know they're they're just they're just uh you know just the um, 
that that sort of lure that they have, you know, the from the 80s, you know, when, when you know, or was it the 70s, when John Madden John was the Madden. coach. And, you know, they're just that, I mean, <clears throat> even the logo's yeah. mean, you yeah, know, and, 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 sure. and, and you just, it, it's just one of those teams that, you know, I, I've never really been able to root against. Not like I love the Raiders, but, you know, I was happy that they made the playoffs. Um, but, uh, you know, somebody had to win that game good for them, Ben, and you guys made the playoffs in. And I was that's, happy. That's because of the fucking Raiders. And I was happy. Yeah. I was very, very happy. Uh, yeah, if the Raiders had a like a uh, a slogan, it would be, you know, Raiders played hard, penalties lost, or penalties cost us, or some shit like that. For like 20 straight years, even in the game tonight, penalties just, the team played well enough to win, and penalties just killed them. All and right. that's exactly what happened now. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, finally, we're into the wild card weekend. And like you said, very sloppy game by the Raiders, Ben. Played well enough to win. Penalties killed. Yeah, I know. Uh, but 26 to 19, Cincinnati beats the Las Vegas Raiders. Derek Carr, 29 of 54 for 310 yards. One, count it, one touchdown, one pick in the game. It really wasn't his fault. Uh, Zay Jones with a touchdown in this game. And on the other side of the ball, Joe Burrow. They got something in this Burrow kid, Franny. 24 oh, yeah. of 34 for 244 and two, count them. Two touchdowns in the game. C.J. Uzra with a touchdown. Tyler Boyd with a touchdown. Joe Mixon with only 40. Uzama? Yeah, yeah, but it's the way he said it was. (laughs) Uzama. Uzama. He's a little too demonstrative for me in the first quarter. You know, chill out a little bit. Chill out. Calm down. You know, calm down. Uh, But, Franny, what say you? Uh, I mean, you know, Joe Burrow, first playoff game, comfortable, poised in the pocket. I mean, actually, I I, I think – I mean, this wasn't his best game that he's played all season. I mean, the last couple of games, he's had like 500 yards and 400 yards. But he Reminds did enough. me of a young Ben Roethlisberger yeah, back there. He definitely did enough to win this game, but I'm really impressed with this guy. I mean, he doesn't look like a second-year player. This guy looks like he's been in the league for five, six, seven years now. Uh, you know, very mature. And, uh, you know, for the Raiders on the other side, a lot of just sloppy play. You know, I mean, stupid, stupid mistakes. Over and over over and over again. again. I mean, false start penalties, holding in the worst situations. I mean, they're on, what, their own 10-yard line looking to score, holding penalty. They get pushed back. You know, it was was a couple of times in the game where they did that. And, uh, you know, that that really cost them in this one, just the sloppiness. And it still came down to that last pass in the game to try to tie it. It was intercepted. Like you said, it's not really Derek Carr's fault. I mean, he had to force it in somewhere. He had to try to yeah. win the game. There wasn't any more time left. He had to try to force it in there. Unfortunately, it was intercepted. But, uh, you know, for the Bengals, their first playoff win in 31 years, yep. which is pretty amazing. Um, but for Joe Burrow, man, I'm, 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 I'm impressed with this guy. I mean, the, the, the Bengals are going to be good for a long time. And I feel bad for you, Ben, because they're in your division. Yeah, I mean, but they, they played not as well as I expected in this game. But again, the Raiders, I mean, they had bad penalties, as you said, at the wrong at the wrong time. They had, I mean, it's it's okay to get penalties, yeah. you know, you know, that don't necessarily impact the game. But they got penalties. But those were at huge. the wrong time. Uh, Often, you know, false starts, holding the holding penalties. Oh my! And yeah. obviously, the, the Bengals fans were loud. You know, they were. I mean, clearly the roads were empty. Everyone in Cincinnati. But I, mean, I, thought, I love watching like Cincinnati, you know, Cleveland. Like, in the middle of the day, there's like five cars yeah. on the freeway. I'm like. But that false place start looks really like a nice place to live. I could get anywhere. <laughs> but false start penalties—that's one thing. But the holding cost. Yes, the holding. Cost. That, that one is, was brutal. Yeah, yeah. And then also, 
the officiating in this game was so fucking bad. I mean, that there pass, were ten of them. That pass from Joe Burrow to the end zone for the touchdown, where they called him out of bounds. The, the whistle blew. Why are you the defensive the back? I don't know, but it was obvious for, on TV that it was he was yeah. out. Of, these guys but are on why the fucking even blow field. The whistle? Yeah, I don't get it. I don't get it. I mean, the, the officiating crew, there was a couple of times where they didn't even know what the hell was going on, and they're down there conversing with one, one, one another for like a couple of minutes. Like, the game became about them. Well, the head referee's one of the... I mean, I know he's constantly ranked high, but to, to my mind, he's he's not very good. Yeah, I, I, but just in general, I mean, it, this is a playoff game. They're, like you said, like I mean, during the game, we were texting back and forth. Like, there's not nine other games going on. This is the only yeah. game going on. You know, New York, they, that 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 touchdown, and they were talking about how efficient New York is. Yeah. Like, oh, they're talking about New, they they intervened in New York. They they got this right. I'm like, yeah. But if you watch this fucking game, it, there was a, there was a whistle blown. I mean, that yeah. should be the end of the play. Yeah. Once it's blown, it's done. You can't go back and reverse that call. It should have never happened. That touchdown should have never happened. And the outcome was correct because obviously the whistle should not have blown. Yeah, it should have blown. Um, but it did blow. And this is like this is also like with some of the one of the some of the challenging rules. Like if the whistle blows, can't challenge it. Yeah. Like like the whistle is magic or something. Yeah. Like it's on the Wizard of Oz. It's like, like the world stuck stops. up the fucking wizard's ass or something. Like this whistle is so magic. When it blows, you can't. The world, the everyone play. freezes. The whole world stops at, right when that whistle blows. But he was obviously not out of bounds. No, not and even close to why, being out of bounds. And, and, and I mean, it was close, but not that close. And they talked about it. And, you know, Phil Simms is like, well, next year they'll fix this. But they got to, yeah. you know, they got to do better with technology. Even Bill Cowher yeah. at halftime was saying, like, I see the fucking clock. Yeah. It's at zero. The ball's not snapped. Can we get with 21st century technology here? Yeah. Like, you really, like, you, you're, you're relying on someone to turn their head. Ninety degrees. You know, an alarm that sounds once that once that play clock hits zero, like a shot you know, clock. The, 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 yeah, exactly. The twenty four second clock. The red light that goes up on the backboard. Yep, yep. That's exactly what they should have in the NFL. I don't understand why they don't have that. It's very easy yeah. to install. Newsflash, NFL. If the NBA is ahead of you, you're far behind. You're really behind. Yeah. If the if the worst rated league in the entire country of all the three major sports is ahead of you, you're probably should catch up a little bit. But that was awful. I mean, I don't really. Fe- I mean. The rule is the rule, but at least it was the right. Yeah, the outcome was I correct was, <laughs> at the end of the at the end of the first half, where there was a timeout called by one of the players, but the ball was snapped and um, the Bengals get a first down. It was a deep pass down the field, maybe it was like twenty yard gain. There was also a late hit on the quarterback that that didn't count also as well. But I mean, it's like you have two two penalties. That and, should, it's and like and the first. Why even say that there's no roughing the penalty? Yeah, roughing yeah. The, because because it, it was a roughing the passer. Wait, uh, you're so you're saying there was a timeout? Yeah, but after the timeout, there was a play yeah. that wasn't roughing the passer because the contact was incidental. Yeah, even though there wasn't a play. Just imagine if like, the quarterback think there was no fucking play. What if the quarterback to have a penalty on? What if it was a low? What if it was like a low hit on 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 uh, Joe Burrow's knees and his ACL gets torn on that play? Yeah, it didn't happen. Yeah, can he's you, healthy. Can you bring so him what back? Would, what would have happened if it was a penalty? Yeah, would they even force a penalty on a play that didn't happen? Stupid. I mean, it's it's mind. Uh, that's why I, I'm convinced that Jerry Jones is correct. The NFL wants it this way because we're talking about it. Yeah, because it like they, if they could find dumber people to be referees, like I think they are literally out in places where there's the most lead in the water, and they're <laughs> recruiting from like the high schools in the areas that still have lead in the water. Like yeah. I feel like the NFL is actively trying to find the dumbest fucking people they could find. To be referees, like, yeah. and there were ten okay. of them at this game. Yeah, there were five on. I think it's five that are on. Maybe the field. less is better. And there were less f- is more. There were five, and some were on the sidelines. To- like, you had alternate referees that are their only function is to come into the game if one of the referees is injured or for some reason has to leave the game. Mm-hmm. But they're talking to coaches on the sideline. Mm-hmm. They're technically not at work, but they're 
they're on the sideline with the like. What the fuck is going on they're, with NFL officiating? Yeah, they're TikToking. That's but that's do. just mind blowing. It's like you're in like you're at home waiting to get called into work, but you're working. Yeah, on call. It's like an on call <laughs> referee. But, you know, you can't get drunk. Don't get drunk because you might have to get called into work. Yeah, and I can see why the NFL uh, coaches get so mad because I'm sure that the referee on the sideline was telling them something different than what the the head referee that came probably. over to talk to him was was probably. Com- was probably completely different. Yeah, but I mean, so many bad just, and you can't say anything because they'll fucking bad find you officiating in in this one, and especially in a close game like this. You shouldn't have that sort of shit happening. I mean, especially like. Though I mean, like th- those were critical plays. Those were crucial plays. I mean, I you know, I, I I think um, it was that twenty yard bomb down the field where that where the timeout was called and it wasn't you know the whistle yeah, wasn't and blown. What's his name? Uh, Cameron Bruce. Yeah, it was called. He yeah, obviously called, called the timeout. He, he on the field. obviously called there the timeout, but it wasn't field. it wasn't blown. I mean, you know, you don't you don't blow the whistle, but it was blown in the other direction with with, uh, with Joe Burrow supposedly being out of bounds. Yeah, but I mean, if if the play is played and you have a penalty. And you have a twenty-yard gain. I mean, that should have been a twenty-yard gain plus another fifteen yards tacked on to that yeah. play, and which puts the Bengals at like almost like the five-yard line, possibly. But I think it was somewhere around there where they would be at that point. I mean, that that just completely messes up the game. And I mean, why is it a ninety-second conversation? Yeah, I, more than ninety seconds. It was more than that. I mean, I was I was I was just sitting there waiting for some shit to happen because this doesn't happen in the other sports. I mean, love baseball, hate baseball, but replay in baseball takes like fucking thirty seconds, and it's done. Yeah, it's over. They go to the video, they, they they announce the call, and it's done. It's There's no, like, r- umpires on the field talking for fucking five minutes. Like, that four guys had to get together in the middle of the field mm-hmm. for more than two minutes to talk about whether or not one of them saw a timeout call before. Mm-hmm. Like, Friday, did you see the timeout call? I'm not sure. But if I mean, <laughs> Let's talk to like, uh, the seventh referee and see if he saw it happen. Like, either you saw it or you didn't. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I, 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 but that, but the, the whistle was idiotic, but... but you and you call, but to, to walk to the center of the field and say there was a timeout called before the play, but there was a penalty on the play, but the penalty on the play is not a penalty because of incidental contact. Like there was no play. Mm-hmm. Even if Joe, even if Joe Burrow's or, or on that, uh, Joe Burrow's leg got busted with a complex compound fracture, mm-hmm. it still would not have been a penalty because yeah. you had just said there was a timeout. Mm-hmm. The like, play took place. It took place. Uh, it's just mind-boggling. Yeah, but uh, anyways, going back to the game though. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I mean, it's, going that, back to the game was, though. This game was. I mean, the Bengals also a crap show. The Bengals also didn't take advantage of their field position. They had, early on in the game, you know, they had that uh, fumble in their uh, on their side of the jacket. Yeah, fumble in in Raiders territory. The Raiders defense held them to three points. Uh, the next um, defense wasn't bad in the red. Yeah, the the next the ensuing kickoff, I believe. Uh, for some reason, the Raiders player didn't know that he had oh to have one God. one pa- a, pa- a part of his body out and of bounds. That. I know it's like that's a, that's a penalty that should have taken the ball to the forty yard line, gives them good field position. But instead, the Raiders can't move the ball. Maybe they punt it back. In the water at the Raiders yeah. facility. Maybe they Al Davis has special water. That has yeah, a- they punt it back to the Bengals. The Bengals have it back, you know, just beyond midfield. Uh, also couldn't take advantage of field position in that one. So, I mean, the Bengals kept this one closer than it should have been uh, because they should have definitely scored a touchdown, getting the ball on their side of the field, especially after that fumble. You know, the Raiders sort of hung around, still had that chance at the end of the game. It was a close one, but I'm not sure how to feel about the Bengals, you know? But it also is a stupid rule. I mean, so if the ball is not going out of bounds, 
But if you could somehow catch the ball, but it was of, it was going out of bounds. It was going that would have been out of bounds. But they practiced that, right? So yeah. this is again with the Raiders' lack of preparedness on special teams. You, like you don't really have a, a lot of jobs to do on special teams if you're not actually playing in the game as mm-hmm. as one of the typical uh, starters on offense or defense. So that you the, the, that you practice these things. Mm-hmm. So not only was the play stupid by the return, I can't remember who it was. It was returning the ball for the Raiders. But it also seems like a pretty dumb rule that if you could somehow get your foot out of bounds and catch the ball, yeah, that you get the ball at the forty yard line. Although he did, that you get jump. the ball at the forty. He did jump. He, was, I mean, he was in the air when he caught the ball and ended up and out, of out of bounds. So how was that? Because well, no, he had one foot in in, in bounds. I don't know. If he, uh, did. he did. He did. I don't he know. did. He was okay. in bounds. If he, he did, because I mean, when I watched the replay, I mean, I'm just you know, I, I I saw it like once and I thought the guy caught the ball inbounds in the air but ended up out of bounds because on any other play that would be out of bounds yeah i think he had one foot inbounds and then the other foot landed out of bounds. unless it like the <clears> ball is <throat> just dead wherever you catch it in the air or on the ground whatever but you know it was but stupid play the it was stupid, stupid punt, play right? they punted it back and then and the Bengals had good field position at that point again yeah i mean there was but and at the end of the game Friday, with with two and a half minutes to go, two or three plus minutes to go, mm-hmm. the Bengals are at almost whether at like the thirty five yard line yeah. or somewhere like that. Yeah, and they run the ball to mix in and they a loss on a the play. Then they run the ball again with either a short gain or no gain on the play. Mm-hmm. And then they throw the ball short of the, sti- short way short of the, of the sticks, sticks yeah. and, and and then they punt with with two, two minutes. minutes to go in the game down or up by only well seven point seven. Yeah, what happened? Do you do you want to punt the ball away to your opponent with two minutes to go with a seven yeah. point lead? Like, like I, I what was happening? What I, was I, going on? I don't on understand there? why teams. I mean, I know, you know it's the Raiders. So you, you you know you're hedging your bets. What what are the odds the Raiders are going to drive down and score a touchdown? Yeah. Pretty low. Uh, yeah, it was. But, but do you get if you're the Eagles? Do you give tomorrow? Do you give Tom Brady? Do you purposely give Tom Brady two minutes to tie the game? Yeah, no, not if Brandon Graham's out there. Not out there. But. <laughs> Like, did you understand that sequence with the Bengals? Yeah, I don't understand that. I, I just don't understand why teams, you know, if if you need to gain a first down, why throw be well just just beyond the sticks. Unless you're throwing to, but I mean, you, you know, Dallas they, Goddard teams, or somebody that can pick teams, up some yak. Yeah, no, but both teams were actually converting on third down pretty well in this entire game. I mean, it was like just throwing beyond the sticks. It's third and eight. Throw it nine yards down the field. Don't throw it two yards down the field and expect the guy to break like three tackles and get a first down. Didn't make any sense to me, but. It is what it is, Ben, and the Raiders are out. Yeah, Bengals I'm, moving forward. If I'm the Bengals, I don't feel great about the way that yeah. game was coached. No, yeah, because that was. Uh, I, I don't understand why you wouldn't want to pick up a first down and try to and try to end the game right there. Mm-hmm. If you're up by eight, maybe. If you're up by two scores, obviously punt the ball away. But to give the ball back, and the Raiders ended up driving down to the ten yard line, and for some inexplicable reason. They take 15 or 20 seconds to spike the ball, mm-hmm. don't run a play, take a play off the board, yep. and then they leave themselves with only three plays, and they're mm-hmm. not able to get the ball in the end zone. So the Raiders made another fucking mistake there. By the time Carr gets to the line there, you might as well have run a play with the amount of time that you took off the clock. And they did it all game long. With, with uh, they, had a, they had that fucking idiotic uh, delay of game penalty yep. for five yards. Uh, I, it have been a stupid timeout that they had to take. Uh, you know, it's... A lot of bad coaching, a lot of bad officiating. I mean, the the Steelers. I mean, the Steelers. The Raiders just played a, a sloppy game. And if they didn't, if they if it was a clean game by the by the Raiders, they might have won this one. Yeah, Raiders being the Raiders, yeah. but the Next Bengals. Game. I wouldn't be too uh, right optimistic now. if I were the Bengals because the Bengals made a lot of mistakes in that game. Yeah. and and a better team's going to beat them. Uh, next up, Friday, the Buffalo Bills played a game. 
the Patriots didn't show up for this game. Oh, it was minus five with a wind chill of minus seven. 47 to 17 yeah, Friday. Yeah. Mac Jones, Ouch. 24 of 38 for 232. Ouch. Two count them. Two touchdowns, two big interceptions in the game. One was a tip ball. wasn't his fault. Uh, Josh Allen, 21 of 25 for 308 yards and five. I know. Count them. Five touchdowns. Five touchdowns. And five consecutive drives with a touchdown. Yep. yep. Uh, Devin Singletary, 16 carries for 81 yards and two touchdowns in the game. Dawson Knox with with that amazing play uh, where he's just running. He just lops. He just throws an alley-oop into the end zone. Dawson Knox, in, on a, I think it was a 10, almost a 10-second play or mm-hmm. nine-second play. <clears throat> oh, no, that was the game before. <laughs> I'm an idiot. But um, it sounds good. Gabriel ben. Davis with a touchdown. I'm, I'm thinking because I was driving over here for, for part of this game, so I'm thinking like maybe that happened. Yeah, <laughs> maybe it didn't happen. <laughs> it happened whatever, last, whatever. Ben. It happened in the last game. Okay. Yeah, there was a, there Sounds was good longest, to me. It was the longest in terms of uh, snap to touchdown. Uh-huh. The longest pass play for a touchdown in this in terms of time in the season. Last game last the Bills game. played. It was nine point something like or ten point. This was their seconds. last game too. But as we're talking but, about in the past, that Emmanuel Sanders with a touchdown. Friday wasn't as impressed as I was, but that the with the speed with which that ball went fifty yards down the field to the end zone, with the, and the defender only had to close about six yards, and for Josh Allen to get that ball before the defender could close, that was pretty impressive. Yeah, Friday would say. I mean, not much to talk about in this one. I mean, you know, the the Bills came out to play. I mean, Josh Allen. I, I don't know what to say about this guy. I don't know what to think about this guy because there are some games where he kind of looks MVP like MVP performance. Where tonight. he looks like Carson Wentz at times. You know, I mean, he's got legs. He can throw the ball, but there are games where he's not accurate at all with Wait, the does, football. Does he have legs? Man, this guy's fast. I mean, for his does, size, he has legs. For his size, he's got some legs. He's got some legs. You got legs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> he but, knows how to use them. <laughs> he does. I mean, look, look at rushing. I mean, sixty-six yards on the ground. But I mean, I I, I don't know. What to, I mean, where would you, what would you do with this guy, Ben? I mean, obviously there are games like this where he plays amazing, and then you know, the next game in the playoffs, who knows what to expect from Josh this Allen? This is his fourth year, right? Fourth or fifth year, so they're gonna have to sign this guy to a contract. I think, yeah, I think it's his fourth season. And this is one of his great games in the playoffs because I mean, early on in the playoffs, well, it went to the championship game last year. Yeah, but before that, not so much. Last year, he really did turn it on. I mean, he he's. You know, he was uh, head and shoulders above where he was the season before. But then this season, you expect that same sort of Josh Allen to roll out. Early on in the season, they lost to the Steelers that first game. But then they had a couple of really good games. And, and then they, they, went re- they went on a skid where he played some really bad games against some half-decent opponents. I mean, they lost to the Jags, I believe, in one of their games, Who doesn't too. lose to the Jags? <laughs> I know. <laughs> the Colts lose yeah. to the Jags. No, but I'm saying, like, I, I, he's he's sort of hit-miss. I mean, he's very inconsistent yeah. More in hit than play. miss, but the, too many misses. Yeah, I you know, for for uh, for a franchise quarterback. I mean, would you sign this guy to a long-term, like, $150 million contract? Uh, let me ask the Bills fans what they think. I would say yes. Yeah. Yeah, I would sign him. Yeah. I mean, given the options that are available and their and their low draft pick, but one hundred fifty million. I don't think I'd give him a Mahomes five hundred million. I don't think I'd. Well, he's not that that contract will never be that. I mean, these contracts. Uh, I wouldn't give him more than. I don't think I'd give him more than like seventy or eighty million dollars guaranteed. I think Mahomes' contract had something That's, like one hundred and fifty guaranteed yeah, or something like that. Yeah. I think Wentz even had like ninety plus million dollars guaranteed. He had a pretty decent amount. Um, but I would give him probably a four year deal, 
for $140 million, and I think he'd probably take it. Mm-hmm. But at this game, uh, this is as good it, as it gets. At pretty, hell yeah, five touchdowns, yeah. And you know what? We haven't taken a shot yet, Friday. We should take a yeah. shot. Or we're going to talk about the Cowboys. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> we should just take a small shot just in honor of the Bills. Yeah. The no, Bills yeah. are our adopted, adopted team. team. Unfortunately, usually the, the since we've been in doing this podcast since 2018, the Steelers have had not had much of an opportunity or or prospects to go deep in the playoffs. So I've been able to root for the Bills. Unfortunately, the Steelers are in the playoffs this year, and I I, I have some hope for them. Right there. A little shot right there to the Bills. The Bills. Bills Mafia. And uh oh here's Yeah, for sure. I mean it's it's well, here's Sonia. Sonia's coming to say good night to us. That's good right. Good night and good luck. Thank oh, my you. God. Is there a war happening? <laughs> well, I think she's talking about the Eagles tomorrow, Ben. Oh, the Eagles. Yeah. They got a game. Yeah. Yeah, actually to both of us, yeah. Ben. But I'm sure she will see you tomorrow morning unless you leave the house for some reason yeah. and don't come back. <laughs> yeah, it's the, seven, at it's all. the Route 17, Route 15 Bowl. Yeah. Uh, I might take Ben with me tonight, as she's saying. Maybe I should take you with me, Ben. Yeah, we could watch and, both games, and then never, never bring me back. Yeah. That, would be, that would be her hope. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, Friday. Let's let's do this shot. For let's the do this shot. Let's do the shot, Ben. And like Sunday reminded us, we're gonna talk more about the uh, the games for tomorrow. Good luck to me. Good luck to you, Ben. Yes, but exactly. What are, you, bills, what are we drinking over there? Uh, that's right, Ben. We are drinking. This is the this is the good stuff. Parker Reserve Cherry Kentucky Bourbon Whiskey. Cherry for later, Brent. It's, I'm not, it's it, not the greatest, but it's, whatever. It's not, it's, not, it's, not, it's, not, it's not great. I mean, this is usually our punishment but shot. I'm sure I'll take that, a little this bit. This is something that Josh Allen drank of a punishment college. shot. Oh, I'm sure he did. I'm sure yeah. he still does. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, to the Bills. Ben, you went to many Bills games in the past. Uh, yeah, season tickets when I went to when I was an undergraduate at the University at Buffalo. Uh, right. And, and those right. were the days when That's they had right. a quarterback, much like they had, they had Jim Kelly, they had Thurman Thomas. That's why I think Josh Allen is built for Buffalo. Yeah. Jim Kelly and Thurman Thomas were built for Buffalo. You know, hard nose runner, tough quarterback, you know, no nonsense. Yeah. And, and, and a, little, little Singletary had himself a really good game in this one. Yeah. Little, Singletary short, played great. Little running back, but man, that guy can move. Yeah. He can, and, and the he, offensive line. And even really, McKenzie or whatever his name is. I mean, he was he, really dominated. I mean, the offensive line created holes. Uh, you know, I'm on defense. You know, the, the Patriots really couldn't do anything. You know, I mean, it, yeah, what do you I think this more. means for the Pats? Well, I mean, you know, they, they found themselves a quarterback uh, for the future. I mean, obviously, you know, uh, Mac Mac Jones is, you know, first season, but he was the best rookie quarterback this season out of all all of the quarterbacks taken with Fields and Trevor Lawrence and um, who else was there? Uh, Zach, and, Wilson? And Zach Wilson uh, with the Jets. Um, so, I mean, you know, he, he's definitely the best of the crop. Had some had himself some really good games. I didn't expect this from the Patriots to make it, you know, to the playoffs this season. They don't really don't have a lot of talent on that team. Just a well coached team. So I mean, you know, they're going to continue to grow with. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's ten, ten and seven with with Mac Jones. Yeah, and and a not a particularly talented roster. I don't think they got them as much as they could have gotten out of Hunter Henry and and John o. Smith. I think mm-hmm. that I'm sure Belichick tried and Josh McDaniel tried. But I think that their offense fell a little bit short. They, they they obviously don't have a lot of talent at the receiving position, not a lot of talent at the running back position either. Decent defense, but I think that they've really got to revamp 
that roster. Yeah. That doesn't mean have to mean they have to sign big free agents, but they've just got to bring a little bit more talent, especially on the offensive side of the ball, mm-hmm. to be competitive against it in a division with the Bills in it. Yeah. But the Bills spanked them. Yeah. They it was a it was a shit show. Not even close. But it was I mean I mean at Josh Allen, I mean in that first you know, first half of this game, he played about as well yeah. as a quarterback. I mean, it was twenty one throwing in because he's 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 not always the most accurate quarterback. But 25, yeah, no, 21, 21 passes for five, for 300 yards. Yeah. Yeah. Usually usually this, this line would read like 40 for 55 for yeah. 300 yards. Not 21 for 25 for 300 mm-hmm. yards. Mm-hmm. I mean, that bullet to, Sam, to Sanders was like, that reminded me of Roethlisberger 20 years yeah. ago. This eight, is, 16 years ago. This is the early uh, season Buffalo Bills. After post, uh, you know, Steelers loss. I mean, after that, they really turned it on. And this, this was the score line that they had in multiple games after that. Where they were scoring, you know, in the high thirties, in in the forties. I mean, this this looks like that Bills team. So, I mean, if they have their mojo back, that early season Bills team, then the AFC better watch out. Yeah, I mean, I would say watch out. I mean, who did the Bills get next week? Let's see. Uh, let's see. They at least have it picked. Uh, I just I'm like, not sure if they have it. Where's the brackets? Yeah, no. We're bracketology, Ben. Yeah, I mean, where's we looking for images? Maybe an image. <laughs> yeah. will give me the actual. There, there, let's see that. What's that? Is that the one right there? Let's see. I can't read that. That's really small. Let's go to the one that has the logos on it. <laughs> there oh, there it is. There yeah. So they would play. Then they would play the bang. No, wait. Where are they at? They're right there on the left. So yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. So they're gonna play. Uh, Steelers will play the Titans if they win. The Raiders would have played the Titans, so the Bengals are playing. Should be the Bengals and Bills. It'll have to be the yeah the Bengals and the Bills or the Bengals and yeah Bengals and the Bills because it'll be or the Bengals and Kansas City if the Kansas City wins. Mm-hmm. Is that right? We'll see. I mean, we'll see what happens. Yeah, but uh, I mean, they could be anybody the way they played. I mean, there's. I think they could easily beat the Tennessee Titans. I think they could beat anybody right yeah. now. Yeah. I mean, I, I think their their toughest matchup would be the Kansas City Chiefs. Do you know who they can't beat? <laughs> oh, my God. Here we go. Here we go. Yeah, they can't beat them. Yeah. Just anybody can beat that, that song, though. <laughs> I mean, that, that's your fight song? Really? <laughs> All right, Freddie. That's it for the games for this week. Anything else to add about the Bills and the Patriots? The Patriots are they're done. They're done. Yeah. But they went. They they, uh, they, they testament to, yeah. to Bill Belichick and, and Josh McDaniel. They did. They did a good job this year. Yeah, exactly. All right. What's but ne- still out? What's still out? <laughs> Next up, Ben. We have a shout out to our new and loyal listeners out All there. All right. Thank you all to our new listeners as well as our listeners that have been with us for a long time. We appreciate. Every single one of you, and we hope you're all having a wonderful holiday season and new year 2022. Since twenty since 2018, we've been a show about football, fun, friends, whiskey, and beer reviews. And since you're listening, please consider heading to our website, thirstygold.buzzproud.com, or search Thirsty Gold Podcast on the web and subscribe, rate, and review the show. Please tell a friend, a family member, a co-worker, a stranger, just one person that you know, hell, even someone that you don't know. That is your homework assignment. For the week, just tell someone, hey, check out Thirsty Gold Podcast. You can check us out on every podcatcher in the universe. But if you get your podcast on Pandora, Audible, or Amazon Music, you can also find us there. 
Finally, what's next up on the big board? Next up, Ben. It's our NFL playoff picks and betting lines. Oh, I can't wait. Can we take a quick break? Let's take a quick break. All right. We'll be right back with the picks for the next few games. All right. And we are back with our NFL playoff picks, Ben. Can you believe it? The betting lines as well. Yeah, I mean it's been a long road to get here. Seven, well, eighteen weeks, actually. Two hundred forty-two games to get to the playoffs. The Eagles are in. The Steelers are in. But the Bills look strong, and the Buccaneers look weak. So we're hoping that that will bode well for Friday. Uh, we got three games coming up mm-hmm. tomorrow, and one game for some strange reason on Monday. Uh, but first up, we got the Eagles at the Buccaneers. The early game. Tomorrow, yeah, the Buccaneers minus seven and a half to over under only 46. Mm-hmm. Ronnie, what say you about the Eagles prospects tomorrow? You know, the Eagles take it away. The Eagles actually played well against the Bucs. I mean, they went down early in that game. Uh, I can't remember which week it was. They ended up losing 28 22, but they made a comeback in that game and they're playing different a different brand of football now than they were then. You know, they they're using Hertz as a as a you know a, a pocket passer basically throwing, you know, 40 passes a game where they're not doing that anymore. They're more they're relying more on the running game um which you know is is tops in the league right now averaging about 160 yards a game. You know, fans were screaming for it. It was around that. It was around that. Point. Literally screaming. For they it. were screaming for it. They were booing the team. <laughs> and I mean, it was it, you know they started the the season poorly. Um, but you know, I, I think this game tomorrow is gonna be way different from that game. You know, the defense is also playing better. As much as you know, I've hated on Jan uh, on Gannon. They are playing better. Oh yeah, still not perfect. I think you know we still have to uh, watch out for Mike Evans in this still one. Missing a little bit of. Playmakers in the secondary. They're, I mean, they're missing they, a yeah, little I mean, bit. Uh, linebacking core is not the greatest. You know, the secondary is also not the greatest. But they, they, they're better. I but mean, the they're front still, four are they're still top, very good. They're still top ten in the league. Somehow, I have no idea how they are, but they are. Um, but you know, from from that early start in the season, Sirianni has kind of turned things around. The, the play calling has been a little bit different. You know, run heavy, and I think that should bode well tomorrow against Tampa Bay because you definitely want to keep Tom Brady off the field as much as possible. So I'm interested in seeing how this game plays out because the Buccaneers are still kind of that same team that they were back then, but the Eagles are a different team now at this stage in the season than they were early on. So the Bucs can't look back at that, that film and, 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 you know, see how the Eagles played then because they're completely different. I hope they do. Yeah, I hope they do. I hope they, <laughs> I hope they look at the, the Eagles back, you know, then. But, but, I mean, this is a completely different Eagles team. What do you think, uh, you know, in terms I feel, of— I'm kind of positive. I mean, I'm not usually positive. You're never positive. I'm not never usually. positive on the Eagles. Eagles playing the Jacks but tomorrow. I, I, we are going to lose. You know, I, I think they have a decent chance of winning this game. Well, what do you think? I mean, how do you think the injuries to Leonard Fournette, Ronald Jones— uh, Chris Godwin, mm-hmm. and they're missing. I mean, I'm, I'm, there's an Antonio, Antonio Brown. Brown's departure. I mean, that is a it was pretty literally departure. He depleted. Up, okay. I mean, so they've got Evans, they've got Gronkowski, they've got Brait, uh, yeah. they've they've got some you know receivers, lesser known receivers. What do you, how do you think those injuries are going to play into the Buck strategy on offense? I mean, we saw who, who was it that they struggled against um, late in the season where Tom Brady broke. The uh, the tablet on the sideline was against the Saints. I believe it was against the Saints. Oh yeah, that they was lost fun. that game. That was fun. 
And, you know, they were depleted at that point. And, you know, I'm not expecting that same, you know, sort of outburst from Brady, but it's going to be a little bit more difficult now. I mean, they basically have Mike Evans. They don't have Godwin anymore out there. Yeah, they lost nine to nothing. (laughs) You know, Gronkowski... He's sort of hit and miss too. I mean, he's, he's, I'm not going to say he's an old guy, but he's just been in the league and he's been through you know many playoff games. So he's he's older than his age might suggest. Um, and uh, you know, I, I I just you know I would I would want the Eagles to put a little bit of pressure on Tom Brady. I hope Gannon just doesn't sit back in his cover two and hope for the best. I want to put a little bit of pressure on Brady, like the Saints did in that game. So he has difficulty finding some of these new receivers out there. You know, yeah, that's that would that would be that's what I would do. If that's I'm, if the I'm... danger, and I think that's the danger for for the. I mean, it, it, the danger on the defense, I think, with Jonathan Gannon is is people have a tendency to to revert to what's comfortable when they're in a new situation, and because Jonathan Gannon has never done this before, it, it may be a little bit more difficult for him to take the kind of chances on defense that he took later in the season in games that that while they were impactful. They weren't the playoffs, so that that would be something. And I, I share your concern that if if things don't go well early that he may revert back to what he's comfortable with. Mm-hmm. And that's that cover two, let Tom Brady pick you to pieces type of defense. Yeah. Uh, but I, I mean, I, I think this, I agree with you. I think this is a beatable team, you know, without Fournette, without Ronald Jones. I don't even know who their running back is, though they probably, unlike the Steelers, have another two more running backs that people actually know the names mm-hmm. of. Uh, although, no, they have, uh, don't they have, don't they have well, Le'Veon Bell? Bell? But whatever. Yeah, who knows? It'll probably be the, the, that just what the Steelers deserve, right? Le'Veon Bell to have 150 yards tomorrow. Um, but Brady, he's going to have to be the, the head of the snake tomorrow in terms mm-hmm. of getting the ball to Gronkowski. You guys are going to have to figure out a way to cover him with linebackers and safeties out there and, you know, slow Gronkowski down. Mike Evans is going to do what Mike Evans is going to do. But I think if you can, if you can take Gronk out of this game by chipping him at the line. Well, I think Mike Evans would, is, is, is the biggest challenge tomorrow for, for the Eagles. I mean, just a big, strong wide receiver. I think his last game he had about like 140 yards or something. He's going to get his. Yeah, he will get his. But if you if you can reduce his, then you have a pretty decent chance of winning this game. And if you can get a little bit of pressure every now and then, mix it in, get some pressure on on Tom Brady, then you know you can have some success. And also, if we can continue to run the ball as well as we did, we don't need um, you know Hurts dropping back and throwing it 30, 40 times. Just you know 25 times max. If you can run the ball e- effectively. Then and everybody's healthy, everybody's, right? I mean, Jordan Howard's healthy. Yeah, I mean, this is like the Miles first, Sanders is going to play. First time Austin Scott years, is healthy. First time in years that the Eagles have had a fairly healthy roster. I mean, we, we you know, our offensive Ray line. Ray Gore's healthy. Our offensive well, Devontae cares? Smith who, is who healthy. Cares if Ray Gore yeah, is the, healthy. JJ's but, healthy. Yeah. Greg, well, everyone, everyone, all your receivers are healthy, as far as I know, and all of your running backs are healthy. And the offensive line, I know Kelsey fairly healthy. T- yeah. sat out last game, so he's got a, a week's rest. So your offensive line is rested. Your defensive line is rested from that last game. I really think the Eagles have a chance. No, I think they do. And I'm, I'm actually, I mean, if they're playing against the Rams tomorrow, I would give it to the Rams probably 100%. But I mean, 100%. Against, against, 100%. Against the Bucks, you know, I'd say it's a 50 50 game going into this one. Uh, you know, the, the Bucks are a little beat up. Like you said, they're missing some guys. And so. And Tom Brady is 44. He is 44 years old. If you can knock him on his ass a couple of times, he's going to feel it. Yeah. I mean, what do you think about the line, front end? The over under, the lines, teasers? I think it's a high line. I, I, you know, I, I, seven and a half is, it's is a Miami generous. line. It's a higher line line. Yeah. <laughs> it's, 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 it's a generous line for Tampa Bay. I don't expect it to be more than seven points. Yeah. I, I mean, the last game, as bad as the Eagles were early on in the season, they still kept it within six and it came back down to that one last pass, uh, to the end zone that was knocked down by the Bucks. Um, so, you know, I'd, I'd say the Eagles, they have, a, they have a chance for sure. 
Yeah, I've got I've got bets in on the Steelers, but here I got a bet in. The only bet I have is uh, I t- I'm taking the Steeler or the Eagles on a teaser with the over, so pushing the Eagles up to plus fourteen and a half, and the over down to thirty nine because I think that's the safer bet there. Uh, anything else to add about this game? Nothing else to add. Hour and thirty six minutes. Yeah, fly, Eagles fly. But it is playoffs. At least next week we only have to talk about f- four games. We don't have to talk about. All yeah. the entire season for everybody. Oh, I mean, do you want to talk about the flame and the bust? Oh, do, oh, oh, oh! We, I mean, well, we, we got to we got to get through the rest of. Yeah, the I know, games. of course, that. But I mean, we can. Do you want to still real quick? Yeah, okay, real right. quick, real quick. All right. All right. Uh, next up, Niners at Cowboys. Friday, Cow- uh, Cowboys minus three over under fifty one high over under. What say you? Fuck the Cowboys is what I've said. Eh, we haven't taken a punishment shot all night, so fuck the Cowboys. Fuck I the think Cowboys. the Niners. I think the Niners are going to win this game. I think their front four is going to get after Dak Prescott. What? What are you pointing at? I already have my bet in. Oh, you got it in. Okay. On the I Niners think, to win outright. I think the that front four is going to get after Dak Prescott, and Dak Prescott, he's not the best quarterback under pressure. And if you can put him under a little bit of pressure, his accuracy drops. I mean, they say he's good against the blitz. That's fine. But when you're in his face. What are you, the Beastie Boys? It drops. <laughs> <laughs> I did sound like that a little bit. That was a good song. But, <laughs> but I, I didn't think, know I, you were from the East Coast. I think that's what's going to happen. I, I, that is what's going to happen. I think Jimmy G is going to have a decent game. He's not going to have like, you know, game. he's not going to have numbers. He's not going to have four or 500 yards. You know, if he has like 280 yards in this one, that's enough. Uh, but I think that front four for the Niners, I think it's a bad matchup for the Cowboys tomorrow. I think yeah, it's, and it's, it reminds me probably, of the Steve Young, Troy is, Aikman matchups of the nineties. This is this is probably one of the worst teams that they could play in the first round, just because that front four from the Niners, they can get after Dak Prescott, they can get they can get pressure on him, and I think it's going to happen tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm going to go. I mean, I'm, I'm picking the, the San Francisco 49ers to win this game outright, plus one forty six. I, I mean, I think without Gallup on the field, with Pollard. And a beat, you know, Pollard. I think they're going to have to go to Pollard a little bit earlier than they might like. If if they're smart, they're going to use him more. Zeke, I think, is tired. I mean, he, I think Zeke is sort of in the, going into his Adrian Peterson phase of his career. Jesus! Oh wait, that's mine. That's mine. That that's is mine. a that, huge that's, shot. That's, that's yeah, it is. I was like, that, wow! I, that's I didn't say anything bad <laughs> about the Cowboys or about the Heat team in my division. Good lord! <laughs> <laughs> oh lord <laughs> oh lord alright why are we taking right, this yeah, shot cheers, Friday? Cheers, ben. this is our punishment shot we haven't taken one tonight but we signed a contract in blood in many blood. years ago if I say anything negative about a team in my division which is the NFC East I take a shot and I said fuck the Cowboys and I'm going to say fuck the Cowboys again and Ben if you say anything hopefully negative, it's the last time this year yeah exactly If you say, no I'll say fuck, it, fuck them again next week when they're out of the playoffs and uh, Ben if you say anything negative about a team in your division which is the AFC North, then you take a shot. You have not. That's why it's a little shot for you. And if Sonya, well, we all missed the playoffs. Who actually the Bengals and the Steelers? (laughs) Yeah, well, (laughs) well, it's two teams. Yeah, well, if Sonya says anything to go about team in her division, she said goodnight to us earlier on in the podcast. Uh, She doesn't usually join us anymore, but if she ever does in the future and says anything to go about team in her division, which is MC West, then she takes a shot. She probably never will. If Russell Wilson gets traded, if if Russell Wilson gets traded, we're getting around here. Her signature is on the contract. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Cheers, let's do it. Fuck the Cowboys. Let's go. Niners. Ah, gross. Gross. Mm. Let's go, Shanahan. Whew. But yeah, Let's I'm go, taking... Jimmy G. If I was going to bet any of the lines... I would Bosa. take. I would take under 51. But I'm also betting San Francisco to win outright plus 146. Yeah. Yeah. As far as the line, yeah. I would take uh, plus three on the Niners. 
I would take under 51, though. 51 seems like it's pretty high. Yeah, I mean, I right, think it's yeah, going to, yeah. I mean, with the, with the Niners defense, Zeke's not going to be able to run the ball. They got, they're a little bit light on receivers. On and the, I think that game, that last game, really was the wind beneath their wings. Yeah, I mean, I like the way Jimmy G played. I mean, and he's playing for his life here. Mm-hmm. They got Trey Lance on the roster. They're they're not. No one's really committing to Jimmy G going forward. He's he sort of had this chip on his shoulder, his whole career. Tom Brady didn't want him there. Then he went to San Francisco, and the second he got there, they wanted him gone. They've always they wanted him sort of. They've never really embraced him as much as they probably could have or should have mm-hmm. in San Fran. So I think this is a chip on my shoulder yeah, I know. game for Jimmy G, and I think he might perform yeah. after that game tomorrow. After after the Eagles play, I'm going to take off my Brett Selleck jersey and I'm going to put on my Kittle jersey. Uh, do you bag. have a Kittle jersey? I do not, but <clears throat> I'll I'll write it on the I'll back. I'll write it on the back and, uh, exactly. with duct tape. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be a huge Niners fan. Uh, I was like, damn, you got a Kittle jersey? <laughs> I had no idea. I'm gonna be a huge Niners fan tomorrow. That's for sure. And next up, Friday, the Pittsburgh Steelers no, at the Kansas City bad. Chiefs. Oh, the line moved way down. This is a tough one. The line moved. The Pittsburgh Steelers are only plus. It was 13. Yeah. It was 13 when I got my bets yeah. in. Ross and Bricker said, let's have fun. Yeah, it's minus 11 and a half, over under 46.5. Friday, what say you? Well. <laughs> well, I don't think they have a chance, Billy Ball. But, no, I mean, but, but, but Ben's going to get on his Sunday. tractor. He's going to get on his Any... tractor in Ohio. He's going to live there for the rest of his life. He's going to. He's gonna he's gonna get some alfalfa. Yeah, you know what they say. Any given Sunday, it doesn't matter who the teams are. Yeah, you didn't sound optimistic there. It doesn't. Friday. I mean, look, the Eagles have um, an easier route to the next round than the Steelers do. I mean, Kansas City has really turned it on late part of the season or halfway through the season. They really turned it on. Um, you know, you, you talked about it earlier in the season about putting the nail in the coffin for the Kansas City Chiefs. Nobody did it. You know, they were three and four, and ever since then, they fucking turned it on. They uh, had a but, really shitty stretch, and teams just wouldn't put them out of their yeah. misery. But I think, you know, in this one, the Steelers have to put pressure on Mahomes. You can't have the guy just running around, doing over, you know, like having time to throw the ball down the field because there's too many receivers out there, too many weapons for him to find. Uh Hill's and, playing. And, and I think the Steelers Kills have playing, the capability. They have the capability to do that. I mean, especially with TJ Watt. I mean, on every single down, that guy can get a can get a sack. I mean, I, 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 tomorrow he should have two or three at least. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah, I mean, I agree with you. I mean, I think the entirety of this game comes down to the front four on defense. It comes down to Cam Hayward and TJ Watt, and you know what kind of pressure they can get on on Patrick Mahomes because they're going to need those guys in the secondary. They're going to need a killer weather spoon out there. They're going to need faced each other early in yeah, season two. They're going to need Joe Hayden out there. They're going to need. Make if Fitzpatrick. I mean, they're they're going to need everybody that could be in coverage in coverage. So they are gonna have to figure out a way to get pressure with with four or five. You know, bringing a linebacker at times to get after Patrick Mahomes. If you leave him back there with time, mm-hmm. he's gonna kill you. Yeah. Uh, so you know, because things, this season he's throwing more interceptions this season than yeah. he has in his entire career. And we've got and guys that can when he's catch. been under pressure, he hasn't looked good. And if the Steelers can put pressure on him. They have to. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, Minka Fitzpatrick is a turnover mach- interception machine. Akella Witherspoon's got like six interceptions this year. Joe Hayden can pull down interceptions. Mm-hmm. We've got guys out there. Terrell Edmonds can pull down interceptions. We've got guys out there that can pull this ball down, yeah. and they're going to have to do Because the first that. game wasn't pretty. It was like 30-10 no, at it one point. It was a blowout. It was, it was a blowout, and, I mean, the Steelers, their offense, they also have to get that moving. I mean, yeah. their offense is staggered. I mean, it's it's it, the entire season, actually. Hasn't yeah, been. I mean, my hope is that the only thing they practiced this week was running the ball. Mm-hmm. I... I Ben Roethlisberger can handle the passing game with those receivers, you know whether they whether they run the plays that Matt Canada calls or whether they don't run those plays and 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 Ben audibles at the line. But Ben Roethlisberger and his and is is potentially his last playoff game. He can handle the passing game. So my hope is that they worked twelve hours a day 
on figuring out some way to get that ball moving down the field with the running game and keep Patrick Mahomes on the sideline. Najee Harris has more yards after contact this league, I believe, than any other running back in the league. Yeah, he's hit right away. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, it's like, when there's no hole. Yeah, when you're hitting yeah. the backfield. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that. You've got to create your own space. Uh, but keeping Patrick Mahomes on the sideline and somehow being able to matriculate that ball down the field with Snell and with Najee Harris, I hope they worked on, you know, I know I know we've got, I uh, can't remember the guy's name is going to start. It's not going to be, we're starting uh, Hassenhauer at center rather than Green, which I think is a smart move because Green was just flopping his ass. I mean, I know he might be a serviceable center at also some point. Also a clean game. But, you know, Clean game, clean game. That's not be as sloppy as the Raiders. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean the Steelers. It's it's it'll be loud, but it won't be as it's it never it doesn't get as loud in Kansas yeah, City. It does. It gets it, pretty loud. It over gets there. loud, that's but that's a bowl. But the I way, mean, that's a bowl bowl. But the Steelers are you know they they. I I, I hope Ben Roethlisberger, in those situations, you know, is smart Just enough to keep it close to one. get into you know get in shotgun where get they can less. use cadence to, to get the snap off where they're not relying yeah. on verbal communication at the line under center. And I, I think the Steelers can, you know, Ben Roethlisberger, last home game, the the oldest of that of that draft class, second oldest to Tom Brady. Maybe oh, wait, he can play. give Patrick Mahomes one last outgoing lesson mm-hmm. as as Ben Roethlisberger but goes I think out the door. This game, I mean, in, in in all the games so far, but the only thing I'm betting on is the Steelers to win. Yeah, but in all the games, you know, in the playoffs, this if if the Steelers win, that would be the biggest upset in the playoffs. I mean, because nobody, yeah, this is, nobody. This is I mean, Golden State the, over Dallas look, Mavericks. Looking at the line, looking at the line. I mean, it is the. It would be the biggest upset so far, especially with the way the Steelers played earlier on in the season against Kansas City. I mean, that was a blowout, and and they just allowed that game to get out of hand very quickly. I think in the first quarter, it was. Yeah, it was, the Steelers haven't been double. It was like seventeen to three in the first quarter. It was. It was. It was I forget what the scoreline was, but it wasn't even close. And so the Steelers definitely have. I mean, their defense really has to step up. And play huge in this one and keep Mahomes from doing the Mahomes thing. Yeah, I mean, in the last time the Steelers were double-digit underdogs, it was 10 points to the Dallas Cowboys in the 1995-1996 Super Bowl, in which they, they lost with Neil O'Donnell at quarterback. But before that, it was 1989 mm-hmm. against the Denver Broncos. They were 13.5-point underdogs. Oh, I remember that game. That was the last Five. time that the Steelers were double-digit underdogs in a non-Super Bowl playoff game. So... They got some pride on yeah. the line here. I was playing with my Tonka trucks. Yeah, exactly. I remember that game. I remember the game, John. I was I was actually in Atlantic City. Yeah, and after that 94-95 game, I was playing with my Sega Genesis. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Sega Genesis. Yeah. Sega Genesis playing Sonic. I was one. At, yeah, I was at the game with John Elway at quarterback in 1989 with my I think I was with my brother. I want to say in Atlantic City. Uh next game, last game Friday. Yeah. Cardinals yep. at Rams. Yeah, it should be a fun one. Rams Minus three and a half, over under forty nine point five. And oh, by the way, the Steeler game, I'm taking over forty six point five. Yeah, the Steelers game, I am not touching it. <laughs> okay, you know, I'll take the Steelers. You know what? I'll take the Steelers to win outright at five twenty six. You know, you you put in ten bucks, twenty bucks, you win. Uh, you know, sixty, yeah. hundred twenty bucks, whatever. And it was even better. I think I got it at a better better odds. I think I, yeah. I didn't bet a ton, but yeah. I'll save my money for the rounds <laughs> that are a little bit easier to call. Uh, but what do you think about the Rams and the Cardinals? Uh, the Rams and the Cardinals. This, Division this, game this, in the playoffs, know, baby. Is, yeah, just like tonight. I mean, this is going to be a tough one uh, both ways. Uh, you know, I mean, the, they, they were one and one this year. They beat each other at each other's homes, actually. The Rams beating the Cardinals in Phoenix and uh, the Cardinals beating the Rams in L.A. They're playing this one in L.A. And uh, you know what? I'm going to go. I'm going to say the the Cardinals. 
I'm going to go with the Cardinals in this one. I'm going to say the Cardinals really? are plus even as badly as Kyler Murray's been playing lately. Well, I mean, not, not last game. I mean, they, they beat the Cowboys didn't too. They great. beat the Cowboys didn't at home. Play great, not great, but but Matthew Stafford has been playing great. No, no, yeah. no, he hasn't. He and hasn't. that defense at the end of the game against Jimmy G driving down the field. I it's mean, not the names yeah. on the jerseys. It's the play on the field. You got Von Miller. You got Aaron Donald. You got Jalen Ramsey. You got all the guys on that defense, yeah. and, and that's the display you put up? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, Von Miller and Aaron Donald alone with the rest of those guys on the front should be able to should be able so I'll take to get to the quarterback. Arizona plus 163. I'll take them. Ooh, interesting. Yeah, I'm going to take... I'll take the Rams minus three and a half and the over on a teaser. That's what I'll take. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in terms of 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 what what do you think they need to do in this game? The well, the Matthew Rams. Stafford, I, know what, I mean, Matthew it Stafford. sounds like I know the Rams. It sounds like, and I kind of agree with you that the Rams might be an underdog here. Uh, I think this line might be wrong. Mm-hmm. But what do you think the Rams need to do to beat them? Well, I think well, I think the Ram- I mean Matthew Stafford can't turn the ball over. I mean, they're, they're, he towards the end of the season, he's, he's had been doing a lot he's, of that. He's, he's had multiple games where he's had multiple turnovers, and he can't do that. I mean, you can't throw two interceptions in this one and expect to win the game. Uh, and on the other side of the ball, you know, with with Arizona, you know, they have to find their early season mojo, where their defense was, you know, one of the tops in the league. Kyler Murray was doing his thing, and uh, you know, towards the end of the season, eh, they, they didn't perform so well. So they may have to find that early season mojo where they started. Was it seven 0 or eight 0 or whatever it was? Yeah, they had a big know, where run. They looked like the best team in the league because they have the capability to do so. They just have to go back to what they were doing, whatever the fuck it was. Just do it. Yeah, whatever, <laughs> what were we doing? Be- Kyle, watch what, that tape. Kyle, what were we doing before? <laughs> Can we do what, what that, we were doing? Is that Cliff Kingsbury? That's the that- I don't know who the owner of the Cardinals is, but that's how I imagine the owner of the Cardinals. Kyle. <laughs> yes. He has a huge belt buckle. <laughs> I feel I feel like the he owner have of the, a tie. He has like one of those like leather, like what are those things like the Oh, like a bolo tie? Like whatever those things yeah, are. Yeah, I feel like the owner of the Cardinals should be like a oil person or like a tycoon, western branch owner tycoon. or something, like owning a ranch outside of Yuma, a cattle ranch. But he's probably not. He's probably like some yuppie. Yeah. Uh but whew, I mean I, I just this is a tough game to pick because I think the Stafford can make a lot of mistakes. I think that Kyler Murray and that team have made a lot of mistakes he the has, last few weeks. Ah, this is I think this to me this, ah, this is a pick 'em game. That is. I mean, well, the line is, you know, three and a half, so it's not really that Yeah, I mean this huge, is it's a tough one. I'm just looking line. forward to watching this game. Yeah. No, it's gonna be a fun game. I just wish it wasn't on a Monday. I mean, I'll get home in time to watch the game. I mean, at least but most Stafford, of it. Stafford, though, I, this, I is, I, this is this make or about, break type of yeah, game for him. I think I get out at 5 o'clock from work. and it starts at like 5.15 or yeah, something. Yeah, and I'm right down the street. So, yeah, I'll probably be home by like just about kickoff. Yeah, I mean, the Rams, this is Whichever a... Whichever patient is, I'm helping, I'm like, bye. I'll see you later. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think the Rams, this is a big game for Matt, for Matt Stafford. You know, coming over from Detroit, got the team to the playoffs, got a high seating, got a home game. This is where you have to put up, you know, or shut up. Or shut up. This is this is why they gave away the draft picks for you. For everybody. Let's on the, on the roster through. All right, Friday, that's it for the rest of the games this week. Yeah. And this weekend, going into Monday, what's mm-hmm. next up on the big board? Next up on the big board, Ben, we have our NFL. Wait, no, we have our <laughs> Friday's Flame <laughs> and Ben's bust. This is where we week. tell you the thing that bothered us the most about exactly. the previous week's now, games. For me, Ben, it's Carson Wentz. Oh, you know, good. Carson Wentz. Who? I mean, I cannot believe that performance that you put up against the worst team in the league with your playoff lives on the line. Really? You can't believe it? 
I can. Have I, you watched actually, him? No, I, I sort of can. It, was there a team I, that, I that had him under contract and traded him away and, and took a big cap hit just I to do it? I expected a little better from him in this one. Yeah, I mean, their defense, like you said, it's played well all season long. You know, JT, best running back in the league. And then he puts up that type of performance with two fumbles, one interception, like what was it, 200 yards or whatever the fuck it was. I don't even know. And and it's like you have 200 yards and you're throwing it the majority of the game because you went down early and you still can't do it against the worst team in the league. I mean, what is it between this guy's ears that he just he just cannot perform That's the I level think, I that we all I think he's too of, arrogant to get number help. Number two pick. But too insecure to, to, to know that he needs help. Yeah. But, you know, since we're so far deep into the podcast – that is my flame. Carson Wentz, what the fuck? You let down a lot of people. WTF for Carson yeah. Wentz. And my bust of the week from it is the fact that the Raiders and Chargers were playing alone on Sunday Night <laughs> Football. The scheduling. They should, weren't alone. There was a lot of people in the stadium. Going into that game, the NFL knew what the scenarios were for the playoffs. They knew that if for some reason Jacksonville was to win Nobody and the Steelers were to win. Nobody expected it. That, that both of the teams that are in that game would tie. They should have flexed that game out, had it in the morning so that every game, you know, that determines the, the, the outcome was played at the same time. The NFL scheduling has to be better than that. I mean, hypothetically, if there were collusion, which is not unheard of in major sports around the world, you know, if for some reason they, they, no. Collusion? They, collusion never happened in soccer they had if they had gotten together and said you know hey this game if it's close at the end we're gonna run the clock down we'll both get in we'll take our chances you know if you beat me i'm out you beat if i beat you you're out so let's t- it, just to have that situation be a pot because the only reason that Derek carr was going to kneel on that ball at the end of the game or run the ball for a couple yards let the clock run down and try to kick a long 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 field goal or just let the clock run out was because the Steeler game had already happened because the Jaguars game had already happened, and that should not have been the case. Ben Roethlisberger didn't even know the outcome of the Jags game at the end of the Steeler game when he was when he was interviewed on the field, and that's how it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. All right, that's my bust. Yeah, but nobody expected the uh, Jags to win. <laughs> that's the thing. I mean, nobody, nobody, but nobody expected it. Any given Sunday. Yeah, and that's true. Al Pacino, Jamie Foxx. That's all you need to know. Friday was next up on the big board. Next up in is our shot of Ooh, the we're week. Here. We're at the shot of the week. Our seventh heaven shopping. The Eagles are a seven seed. The Steelers are a seven seed. But at the moment, the games haven't been played, and me and you are both in seventh heaven, Ben. We talked about it last year before they added an extra team to the playoffs. I was opposed to it. You were not so much. You also weren't opposed to adding an extra game to the season. I was. But you know Are what? Are you still opposed to that? I am not opposed to anymore. It's because I brought it up on the podcast even back then. I'm like, wouldn't it be funny if the Eagles were the seventh seed? And that's what would change my mind. <laughs> and you know what? Thank you, NFL, for changing my mind. Yeah, exactly. Because if there was still six teams going to the playoffs from each conference, the Eagles and the Steelers would, would be both out. be out. And they'd be on their couches playing whatever PS5 or Xbox, whatever it is. But they're not. They're they have a in. game. They're prepared for prepared for tomorrow. The Eagles at 10 a.m. and the Steelers the nighttime game. Yeah, and Ben Roethlisberger in prime time, baby. Prime time. The stats are good. Prime time. Deion Sanders. The stats are good. <laughs> well, Ben, 
tonight's shot is going to be a disgusting one, I'm sure. Yeah, thanks for that. But we have a layered shot. It is Eagles colors. It is Steelers Why don't you throw some colors. gin on the top? Why don't you it just... is spicy because of the, the Steelers' victory. We have the Galliano Italian uh, liqueur. We also have some sour apple pucker, the green. We also have some spicy cucumber tequila in there. We have some Jaeger, some black. So we have the yellow, we have the green, we have the black. Both of our teams sort of share that. And we also have a couple of uh, drops of tapatio, Ben. (laughs) Well, you got to get the tapatio in there. Yes, but I didn't add... The uh, the tahini. I completely forgot the fucking tahini on the rim. I cannot believe it. Well, because you right? have I can see you the disappointment making, in your well, face. Well, you haven't been doing my Steelers uh, shots lately. Because I, I completely You're all forgot infatuated about it. with the Eagles. Because the, the Steelers didn't do that well this season. There was a lot of losses there. But, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's only seven of them. Yeah. Well, cheers. And a seven, tie. Seven too many. And you don't get well for the tie. We did like that sort of semi spicy sweet shot. Oh, that smells awful. I'm sure it will be awful. Because Where's my there's water? like I need herbal, a bottle of water next to me. Herbal liqueurs. I might need a chaser in this one. Herbal liqueurs mixed with a sweet and uh, uh, and like a spicy shot with the tequila. So we have sweet, we have spicy, we have herbal. It's gonna be disgusting, Ben. But you know what? Victory is sweet. Can you, and go, if we through, can both can you win, go through the ingredients one more time for me? The Italian uh, herbal liqueur, the, the Galliano, sour apple pucker, spicy cucumber tequila, and Jaeger. Okay. With a uh, couple of drops of tapatio. Taking, you're taking me back to my 18-year-old Ben. Yeah, that's look how beautiful that shot is. It is beautiful. It's Check it out nice on Instagram. Four layers. Stand. Four layers. Yeah, at Gold Thirst on Twitter. Four Cheers. Layers. Pictures will be there. Let's do it. Nice. Friday shot. It's Friday shot. It's Saturday night. And it's Friday shot. <laughs> <laughs> he mixes. He measures. You know oh, what? my God. What was that at the end? Oh my god, at the end. <laughs> it actually wasn't that bad. Uh, something hit me at the end. It was probably the top of the deal. I think it might have been the tequila. What, was, it, actually, what was at the bottom? The sour apple pucker. Oh, something. You know, actually, it wasn't that bad. It's not as bad as I thought it would be. I'm, I'm, I'm uh, what do you call Gagging? it? Gagging? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Which is searched for <laughs> most often on Pornhub <laughs> in, in Washington State. In Washington State. <laughs> Gag balls yeah. are very popular. There. Yeah, I mean, I'm not sure why, but uh, you know, this is gonna be a running theme on our podcast from here on out because we've only named maybe ten states. We have to go through the rest of them. Um, and I think they tracked Puerto Rico too. Uh, but oh my uh, god, that was slippery. Yeah, search <laughs> in the state of Delaware. <laughs> <laughs> no, but a lot of bankers there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly. So yeah. They probably need a lot of lubricant. Yeah, they're, they're well, <laughs> probably not in great fleecing shape. everybody else nowadays. But anyways, Whew. as usual. But I'd uh, like to say that was good, Franny. I'd like to say that. But what? whatever Actually, happened at the end of that shot that made me almost see puke, mine was it? It, it, it whatever hit me at the end of but that shot. Nice, there was a nice bit of spice. There was a nice bit of sweetness. A nice little bit of herbal. I was to into that. it until the end of it when I swallowed it. I was, yeah, like I was, which is uh, <laughs> search for, search for the most in Maine. <laughs> but yeah. I was like, I was like, just tastes good. Just t-. and then something happened at the end of the shot that got in my mouth, <laughs> and when I swallowed it, I literally got a gag reflex. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> As I swallowed it, yeah. Who <laughs> search for? Sorry, it was a little chunky. The most. Uh, but in, yeah, that, that, that uh, the end of the end Michigan. really. The end really got yeah, me. The yeah. end really got me. But now uh, I see why they charge. Mine wasn't that now bad. Now I see why they charge so much. Mine wasn't that bad, actually. 
I mean, well, I thought it was I thought, the same shot, right? I mean, where would you rate that? On our th- I mean, I don't care that you, if you rate it even a one. I mean, the, the flavor was good. The swallow was bad. Up, uh, the, uh, the came, you came up with the shot. Well, you didn't come up with the shot. You just came up with the colors for the shot because I wasn't entirely sure because I thought I was going to come over here and watch a close Patriots-Bills game and just like sit on the couch and think about it while I'm watching the game. But the game was over. Yeah, that, that's Franny's <clears throat> level of preparedness and, like, for the, the podcast. First just, just so you know. He, hey, but that he was starts a nice, preparing <laughs> for the podcast Saturday night at but 7 that was, o'clock. But that was a nice fucking shot. I mean, the the, the look of the shot. It was it was nice. I mean, that was a oh, nice yeah. layered four layer shot right there. Come on, search for most. <laughs> <laughs> that 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 shot tag teamed. That was a tag team. No, shot it was right a good there. shot. It was a yeah. it was a be- uh, the, presentation, the presentation was beautiful. But definitely there was a gag reflex at the yeah. end for me. I, it might yeah. have been the tequila. Washington State is cheering for you right it now. It might have been. It yeah. might have been the tequila. It, it might have been tequila, but there wasn't that much tequila in there. I mean, it, it was like the pucker would twenty five percent, twenty five percent, twenty five percent, twenty five percent. Yeah, something at the end there. I just I don't know. But where'd you write that? It gave me up. Where would you write that though, Ben? I will give it a. I'm going to give it a six. A six. Yeah, I'm going to give it a ten on flavor. Yeah, no, flavor. but a six on swallowing it. <laughs> no, it's uh, <laughs> like if I, I if I was able to spit it out. Yeah, yeah. I'd give it like an eight. That's rude. <laughs> but, you never spit. But swallowing it. Yeah. It was hard no, to swallow. I mean, once it's in your mouth, you better fucking swallow it. It was shit. hard to swallow it. <laughs> yeah, but I would give it an eight. Actually, I, I expected the shot to taste like shit, but it was actually not that bad to me. I don't know. I expected the shot to be terrible. I did. I honestly did. I expected the shot, I mean, with the herbal liqueurs, you know, a, a sweet uh, apple pucker shot a, a bit at the bottom, and then, uh, you know, some spiciness on top with that tequila with the tapatio. And I, sp- I felt the little tapatio balls go down like um, like boba. It was almost like boba. Like it, it was like gelatinous almost. A little boba tea? A little boba. And boba is disgusting. I don't, know I don't mind it. I like it. I don't like boba. I like it. But I like a lot, of, just, when you're I like a lot shit, of foods from Asia. Yeah, but when you're drinking stuff, you don't want like to chew on it. I do. That's I, what, I like no. tapioca. No, I don't like that. I like tapioca pudding. I like rice pudding. That's weird to me. Like, like my, my supervisor brought some into work. And she's like, have I mean, you like, ever had a dumpling? If I was like, dumpling? <laughs> no, the liquid. <laughs> I like have pork chops, chicken, <laughs> I have steak, and I have ribs. Exactly. Other than that, I've never had any other food. Yeah, or, or ground beef. <laughs> or but, ground beef. <clears throat> or ground chicken or ground pork, whatever. I'm American. No, but I'm, I'm saying Conan- like, I go to a continental liquid, restaurant the liquid- with the owner of the Arizona Cardinals, and that's all. <laughs> no, but the liquid portion was nice. But then, like, I don't want to be sipping down some little balls of whatever. I don't care. I don't want to do that. Yeah, Friday's the guy who goes to Morton Steakhouse, <laughs> and they bring over asparagus as a side, and he's like, asparagus? Yeah, I don't like asparagus. What's a, do you have any potatoes? I, potatoes with steak is fucking, that's great. You got some carrots and peas? <laughs> that's how like... it should be. That's how it should be, sir. <laughs> Potato and steak go together, Ben. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Fair enough. Ooh, that was rough. That was rough. Oh, my God, my stomach. Okay. All right. I made it through that. It's, no, it's a good shot. And shout out to Franny. He does these every single week. Uh-huh. He puts together a custom shot for the, the, every the single episode for 154 of them. Uh, he does it. I mean, and actually, maybe his lack of preparedness, uh, which which didn't help him in college, but it's helping him now. Because he, if he doesn't come over prepared, he has to prepare something original. I can't really say I was prepared in college either. Really. <laughs> So when he doesn't prepare, at least he has to come up with something on the fly that's original rather than sort of uh, riding on tipsy bartender's coattails. There were those mornings where I walked into class <laughs> unprepared, <laughs> but made it work. That's true. <laughs> you know, you just, uh, I mean, my, my, my philosophy. Even on the Scantron C 
See, 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 see. You got to hit it. Yeah, law school was hard. I mean, in my in law school, what I did was, uh, and it probably showed in some of my grades. But I I always read as they were discussing the case that I didn't get called on to discuss. I was always reading the case that was we were going to discuss subsequent to the case that they were discussing, so that at least I had some understanding of it. Uh, and I'll never forget in, I, I, in contracts, I, I was trying to do that. I got about a, a quarter away through the case that I was reading and I, I made a mistake of wearing a bright yellow Ralph Lauren polo shirt that I was really proud of. And my contract professor just looked at me. He's like, you in the fucking yellow. And he'd say, fucking you in the yellow shirt. Discuss. And I was like, I'm never. And then from that point forward in that class, I wore like brown, green, like olive green. Like, what's that ultra blue jeans? That, like the ultra black that BMW came out with where it does like it picks up almost no color whatsoever. You know, that's probably what you wore. But I, I also remember like one of my semesters when I walked in, like it was the first day of class and I walked in late to class and, and my professor's like, I see we're uh, we're starting off this semester like we did last semester. <laughs> <laughs> I did a lot of that in undergrad. Yeah, yeah. For sure. I'm like, I'm I like, and my, I'm like, my argument is, listen, I am paying your salary. <laughs> No, I can walk. A, I can that's walk. Not in. a good strategy. No, I know, but well, I can, it is now it because is, now can, they'd be like, "Don't write a bad review for I me. Can, I'll give I you can, an A." I can walk in whenever I want to, as long as I turn in whatever I need to turn in. I don't need to turn turn up at eight o'clock in the morning. You know, it's like I pay your salary. You don't pay my salary. Yeah, but at least the GPAs were true back then. Yeah, like now, like now, my GPA, my not great GPA, would probably be at least a point higher now because now that nobody fails now. No, yeah, everyone's a winner. Everyone gets like three point five GPA is like yeah, everybody three, three gets o. a trophy except the three O is like the lowest <laughs> possible the GPA. <laughs> you know, anything in the twos, it's like you're like re- like you're yeah. really good. Well, also, I think up. nowadays, like a lot of employers don't look at which school you went to because there's so many online schools. Like they don't like to see if you're from like USC, and it's like uh, you know if if you're like a uh, you know working for Tesla and you're like one of the top like employees maybe for Tesla or like one of these like large companies, but like for like these smaller companies, it's like you graduated, congratulations. Yeah, exactly. University of Phoenix. <laughs> no, well, that's not real. Uh, but <laughs> but they would be like, hey, you got a master's from University University of New Hampshire. But yeah. you you got your degree in Fiji from New Hampshire. How did you how did you manage that exactly? Uh, but yeah, I mean, and I've said this before, I think, and I'm, we're obviously deep into this podcast, so I won't take too much time, Damn. but as you all, you, well, research this, believe me now, listen to me later or whatever the fuck, uh, but graduates of state universities over the course of their lifetimes on average earn more than the Ivy league. So why? Because we work harder. Cause like the Philadelphia Eagles. Hungry dogs. Hungry dogs. Run eat. faster, yeah, Ben. Exactly. The Ivy League folks earn a lot of money right away. Five years later. when Well, when, I mean, it's because they have their parents' money, I'm sure, as well. You know, if you got some dude from Yale, it's like his parents are probably millionaires as anyways, or Harvard, or Stanford, or whatever, you know. Haverford. Yeah. Hannaford. <laughs> whatever it is, <laughs> you know. They're sitting pretty. <laughs> they have like Excuse wooden. Me. They have like their wooden tennis rackets. their white skirts with their sweater tied around, tied around their collar. You know, they only wear pastels. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Even only, in two thousand and twenty-two, and, and they 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 drive Ferrari Testarossas. Still, <laughs> still. 
<laughs> or, or <laughs> and they hang out with guys like Spicoli, like yeah. on the side. Yeah, yeah, but they don't want people to know. No, it. no, no, exactly. They don't want those guys. They get their weed from like some dude. That, I mean, though it's legal, they still like to feel like they're like somewhere in like you know buying from the like the black market and everything, like from dude from dude on the corner. Oh like, yeah, yeah. Uh, they're actually trying to change from, the laws like, in California now because uh, a lot of the actual pot growers that grow it for distribution mm-hmm. legally. Who would have guessed that like forty percent tax would not would make yeah. this unviable? <laughs> so there's actually a huge you know underground market now selling to the selling to the dispensaries yeah. because if you grow it, you're paying like thirty thirty five percent of the money that you make. But it's stupid because I mean like whatever. whatever. Who would have thought forty percent tax would make it difficult to do would business? Would decimate an industry and, and that it would be dip more dif- more more lucrative to do it illegally? No, but I'm saying like if whatever you tax alcohol. Weed should be taxed on that same level or bracket as alcohol because alcohol actually causes more actually injuries. less. Yeah, no, alcohol causes more injuries. Yeah, I mean, way like, more. Yeah. That's why the tax because on marijuana got, should be you less. Don't have, you don't have dudes walking into a bar smoking weed that are getting into fights. Those guys just want to relax. Yeah, exactly. You know, if you're smoking weed, obviously you shouldn't drive. Or if you, I mean, if you're, if you're under the influence of anything, you shouldn't drive. But I'm sure there's a lot of there's way more drunk drivers out there that are causing issues on the road than oh, there for sure. are dudes that are smoking weed. For because sure. that dude that's smoking weed is driving 10 miles per hour. <laughs> He's <laughs> yeah. like, dude, you, are we going to get there? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, probably, bro. <laughs> probably, bro. Yeah, like Eventually. I went to get gas for Sonya today because she has a car with gas in it. Yeah, some reason. not yours. You're, you're, you charge yours. And these guys just opened their Mercedes next to me and it was just like... Poof. It yeah. was like out of an eighties movie. But you probably this like all this smoke. Like just right came when the was it a black like, Mercedes? Dude, black Mercedes. Uh, C class. It, it was like a gray Mercedes. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. But they probably walked out of their car and they're like, they didn't bother me. No, no, they wouldn't bother you. <laughs> Fuck no, they were not going to bother you. They're probably like like just asked how your day is going. <laughs> like hey, bro. Whereas a dude that's drunk, he pulls like he pulls up to a gas station, runs into the fucking pump, and then fights you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's like. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck did you do to my car, bro? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. All right. We're two hours. All right. We're two at 11. Uh, Franny? Yeah. What's the next? <laughs> oh, next up on the big board, we have our beverage of the week, Ben. All right. We what's our that? beverage of the week, Franny? Bal Blair. It's a Highland single malt scotch whiskey, Ben. It's a, it's matured in American oak X bourbon and double fired American oak casks. So I'm sure you have some information for us on the Bal Blair. I do. This is the Baubler, 12-year-old. In the fine balance of fruit, spice, and sweetness, Baubler, 12-year-old encapsulates the gentle charisma charisma of the Highlands, elegant and approachable. This is the defining expression of Baubler distillery. Those loud bagpipes. (laughs) Probably like, turn the bagpipes down. So we can hear your voice, Ben. (laughs) Which to all others refer... Uh, the tasting notes is pol- or the color is polished gold. The aroma is elegant, bright lemon peel layered with creamy vanilla and crisp green apples. The palate is ground spices and dried orange slices, enveloped or enveloped in intense set honey sweetness. The finish is cre- man, a shot, wow. <laughs> creamy and leathery. Blame the shot with notes of sweet vanilla. Uh, this is matured in American oak ex bourbon casks. And double-fired American oak casks, bringing elegant complexity and warmth. Uh, this is from Balbar. Every Scotch distillery is different from its location to the water source to its still shape and wood policy. These are all determining factors in how a whiskey tastes. The Balbar connection collection is intriguingly complex and satisfying. They capture the intense 
esters at the start of the spirit cut to give their whiskey the core characteristics of apricots, oranges, spices, floral notes, and green apples. The heavier oils and lipids at the end of the cut are also captured, giving leathery, nutty, and full-bodied characteristics. (laughs) Search for the most. (laughs) Search for the most. In South Dakota. And this is oh, nutty and full body character. This is from Edgerton Tain Roshire. I mean, it's a nice looking bottle. I mean, the bottle is interesting. I mean, that's, I mean, the reason I picked it up is because it's just a short, fat, oval shaped bottle. The uh, the graphics on the bottle very classy looking, but it's something I've, I've never really seen on the shelf in the past. I, for some reason, I just walk up and down the aisle and I'm looking at what I should buy, you know, because I prepare so well for the podcast, Ben. I know. And, uh, I mean, it's just something... Hey, 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 hey. You know, but it's something that's really... It's it's caught my eyes. It's it's different. Damn, he's he's digging at me for digging at him. No, I'm not digging at you. (laughs) Search for the most in Illinois. (laughs) Digging out. Don't fucking cut. Don't criticize my preparedness, goddammit. Digging out the clam. (laughs) Search for for in Rhode Island. (laughs) For other, <laughs> for other reasons, <laughs> for other, reasons. <laughs> like for for actual, like on how to do your job. <laughs> I uh, Newport, I used to be a clamory or a clamsman or whatever person that that a clamor. Well, clansman is searched for <laughs> in different states. Search for most in Southern Kentucky. <laughs> That's different. <laughs> different state. Different, state. <laughs> different <laughs> Below. Completely yeah, different. different. Not northeastern side of the country. <laughs> Klansman who likes clams. Yeah. Search for <laughs> most <laughs> in southern Mississippi. <laughs> All right. Sorry, Mississippi listeners. Yeah, no, no. no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not saying that you like clams. No. <clears throat> or her in the clan. Either one. We're not saying either one. All right, Friday. So you picked this up because you like the you like the bottle. I mean the the, the packaging. <laughs> the packaging. <laughs> it was pretty interesting. The packaging itself was was very interesting. But uh, we also didn't, we haven't had a uh, a whiskey on or a scotch on the table in you know in a few weeks. So figured you know what let's grab a scotch. Let's grab a scotch. Well, even for the scotch for next week because we have another scotch. It's a ten year old. I can't remember exactly which distillery it was, but the reason I grabbed it. Is because I was looking for a bourbon on the shelf, and I just couldn't really catch one. Oh, there it is. It's a Spayburn, uh, a 10-year-old. Because I'm prepared. Yeah, you are prepared. You're always prepared. <laughs> it's a Spayburn 10-year. And I was looking at, 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 at bourbons, and nothing really caught my eye. Uh, but this one, that one right there, Ben, on the screen, aged in bourbon barrels. So even though it's not a bourbon... It's aged in bourbon barrels. I so, like it. Yeah. So Man, they are really pulling out the scotch. In Scotland, as popular as it is. <laughs> well, it can't come from anywhere else. <laughs> That's true. That's true. That's true. Hey, I was looking at, like, the American whiskey section. I Why realize... can't we get any scotch in America? <laughs> like, American-made scotch. <laughs> Where can't we get Kentucky bourbon in Austria? Why the fuck can't we make it here? I'm making some Prosecco in my backyard in California, but I can't call it Prosecco. Are you want you want to, you want to sniff it? Let's sniff it, Ben. Let's cheers to you. <coughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> oh, we do drink on this podcast. Yes, we, and way. we sniff it. Search for. Yeah, we uh, we put on this mirror in front of me, and uh, <laughs> I take out my razor blade and I uh, I sniff chop it. it in smaller pieces and I sniff it. We dehydrate it and then sniff it. 
the powder mm. that's left. You know, I, I get a little bit of. Uh, oh, it actually smells a little bit nicer. I mean, I smelled it when no, Friday no. first poured it yeah, a yeah. little while ago, but and it, it, it smells a little different now. On the table right now, I, I'm getting a little bit more of these uh, almost like dried apple, a lot of fruit, a lot of nose, fruit. a lot of fruitiness to it. A lot but of also, apricot, a lot of apple. A lot of it's 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 soft though. It's a subdued sort of nose. Yeah, there's not a lot of burn on the nose. Not at all. And the color is beautiful. It's a nice sort of art bag, light yeah. gold color. And for something that is 46% alcohol, there's not any burn whatsoever. I mean, you know, considering that it is that high in alcohol content for a scotch, it is. It's got a, like a nice, almost like a fruitcake I mean, type smooth. of smell in there. I mean, it's, it's type it's of nose. Like, yeah. Like a little fruitcake in there. Search for. <laughs> Search for. <laughs> yeah, the color is beautiful. Yeah, no added colors here. At least yeah, it no. looks like there's no added colors here. Hmm. Uh, maybe a little banana? A little bit. I'm, I'm getting a lot of apple, though. For some reason, I'm getting a lot of apple. I get a green apple, but I'm I'm, I'm getting a lot of heavy sort of sweet fruits in there. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm getting the banana, too. A little bit of leather. Hmm. But it smells delicious, actually. It smells really good. Let's well, give it a toast. Cheers to you, Ben. Give it a shot. Or something I've never seen before. Let's see how it tastes. It's well, it's soft and smooth. It is very smooth. It's got a little sort of a that tangy Irish whiskey sort of tang to it. Yeah, but you also get a lot of, I mean, not a lot, but I mean, there's, there's a decent amount of um, woodiness to it like oakiness to it that you don't usually get from other scotches, scotches. yeah but not a smokiness more of a woodiness more mm-hmm. like an oak or a just there's some sort of there's woodiness wood. with with that fruitiness still i mean the fruitiness carries over from the nose to the palate but very smooth though it is it's it is nice smooth. for 46 percent. it's not bad I mean, there's a nice. I mean, there's just just a nice little pinch on the back of the throat. Um, up, up, up. Try a little bit of water in there, right? Try a tad of water. Uh huh. Try to open it up a little bit. Just a tiny, tiny bit of water, which is probably probably put too much water in there. Hmm. I mean, it's good though. I mean, it's it's it's. I didn't change it too much. Didn't change. I want to say much. it's overly complex, but the flavors that are there, that that woodiness that you get from it, I can really see where you know the ex bourbon and yeah, for sure. And it's almost uh, like the, a mix between an Irish whiskey and a, American and a, oak. You know, really comes in because you're getting a, a lot more of that than you do from any. I mean, probably from any other scotch that we've had on the show. You really do get that on the back of the tongue, where you get that almost like. Not like the Eagle Rare. I mean, the Eagle Rare is like very, 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 very strong, yeah. woody, oaky. Oh, yeah. I like the oaky woody. Whereas this one, I like it's, the it's, oaky it's more woody. subdued. So it's almost like a, a, a smooth scotch with that little bit of that sort of flavor on the back of the tongue. It's it's actually pretty interesting. Where would you rate it? I'm going to give this in... I'm going to give it an eight. I'll give it a seven just because it's got that sort of tang to it, that See, Irish whiskey tang. That. I'm not getting too much of that. I feel like when you leave it chilled on the table, you don't get too much of it. I'm not getting that sort of flavor. 
I wish it maybe were a little more oily, a little bit more mm-hmm. deep, sort of in the mouthfeel. But I mean, it's it definitely serviceable. No, no, it's good. I mean, for eh, around forty some dollars, but you know, it, it's it's there are better twelve year olds for. Glenn Livet. <clears throat> well, I mean, even even the um, the Aberlore. You know that that one is also a, you know for thirty two dollars or thirty three dollars. That's a really good. You know, twelve year old Aberfeldy. Uh, that, yeah, Aber Aberfeldy. <laughs> Aberlore. I think uh, now a playing receiver for the <laughs> the New England Patriots, Nelson Aberflor. He's pretty good <laughs> for any other team except the Eagles. But uh, Aberflor for the touchdown. <laughs> the Aberfeldy. Like I said, we drink on the podcast. Aberflor. <laughs> Aberflor. I'm making up scotches now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, the doctor floor. It's uh, it's nice. I mean, it you know, it's yeah, a little, it's, it's a, a little one. culty. You know that but... one. That one's good. That's a good one. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, no, I mean, I like it. It just has that tang to me. It has mm-hmm. that sort of sour tang that you get from an Irish whiskey. Mm-hmm. I don't get that. It, it would definitely. It might be. It would probably be nice, sort of in a scotch and soda. I think it's good on its own. I don't think too many people drink scotch and sodas. <laughs> <laughs> Not anymore, anyway. What do you what do you mix? What do you mix with scotch? You got to mix something with it. Water, ice, ice, <laughs> ice. Uh, scotch, and, scotch and seven. Seagrams. <laughs> See, scotch and ginger. This got scotch and ginger's got to be a thing. Uh, All right. Next up on the, <laughs> next up on the big board, Ben. It is our beer of the week from Alagash. Friends of the podcast. I like to consider them friends of the podcast <laughs> because they give some nice swag on the podcast. Oh, for sure, for sure. But uh, in this beautiful looking can, we have the curcuma. It is a turmeric, uh, basically an, an ale with fresh turmeric. I mean, yeah. you know, I mean, it's going to be good. I, I am not entirely sure about this one, but uh, considering that's from Alagash, we'll see. I'm going to give them a chance. If there's any other uh, brewery. I would not buy it, but since it's from them, then uh, I trust them. I'm optimistic. Or we'll be yeah. right back with our beer of the week. All right, and we are back with our beer of the week from Alagash. Once again, Ben, from this brewery, we've had maybe five offerings, I would say, something at like least, that. At least, at least. But uh, all of them have been great so far from Maine. I'm sure, I'm sure you have some information for us. I do. This is the curcuma, assuming I'm pronouncing that correctly. Turmeric yeah. or the curcuma adds a hint. It's like the same thing. I think curcuma and, and turmeric are like are the, the same, same shit. Are we like what? <laughs> are the same shit? <laughs> the same... Same shit. Why Same are we using shit. different words? It adds a hint of spice to this tropically crisp Saison. Saison, Friday. Mm. Saison style ale. Brewing with the whole root lends all of the subtle aspects of fresh turmeric, its earthy notes and color to Kirkham's dry and refreshing profile. The brew details. Grains, two-row malted barley blend, organic oats. The hops are Cascade and Eldorado. The yeast is Saison. The spices are organic turmeric. The serving temperature is 40 to 50 degrees. Ideal all year round. And that's about all the information they've got. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Let's see. Saison with a logger. Okay. Yeah. They don't have a ton of information. No, I'm surprised. You know, but they have their little uh, pictures here. Which well, it's a nice, nice website. It's definitely a nice website. Oh, it's a great website. Mm-hmm. It's a great brewery. Yes, it is. It's from Maine. Yes. Most searched. Yeah. <laughs> Is I'm not even going to say. I forgot what it was. I'm not going to insult Oligosh. They are one of the best breweries that we have had on the show. Mm-hmm. Every offering has been very good. And that glass, that glass on the website right there, they sent we us have a it. couple of them. Yes, exactly. Yes. Because they are amazing. Mm-hmm. Yes, they are. All right, you want to give it a sniff? Well, cheers to you, Ben. Let's give it a sniff. And the color is beautiful. It's this, it's this hazy, almost like a... I don't know, like, what would you, is that like almost it's like a, a lemonade, like a, like a, like a lemonade lemon, yellow? Sort of cloudy, yeah, but it, it's cloudy, a really light nice. gold a color. Of, it's, it's a pretty light color, a lot of carbonation. A lot of head on this one. Search for. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's weedy. And citrusy, too. Yeah, it's got a nice citrus notes mm-hmm. to it. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm actually surprised about the citrus note. Yeah, it's actually really clean. Like citrus, orange, lemon. I mean, it's got a really nice, fresh, yeah, it does. citrusy, weedy nose. A little bit of sourness to it, too, which is pretty interesting. Oh, man, that nose is, that's a really nice nose. That For a really Saison, good. that is a really, really nice good. nose. Mm. Almost like champagne God, It smells Almost so fresh. Like, like, like a champagne, like when you pour it like a... Yeah. Champagne into a glass. That was a, li- a little bit of that mixed in with the weediness and the citrusiness. It's a really nice nose for a beer. Wow. Yeah. Wow, I mean, that's, I the nose is like crazy nice. Yeah. That's really, I know. It's, it's, you want to put a little bit of like right behind your ears right here, dab it on there, like, you know, some cologne, like some drunkard. <laughs> I don't know what dabbing is. That? Yeah, that's not dabbing at all. I'm not sure. That's like Olay. <laughs> I mean, that's like Matador type shit right there. Man. I can't. I don't know what dabbing yeah. is. All right, let's taste it. <laughs> oh, that's dabbing. Yeah, okay. it's dabbing. Yeah, it's that, that, I'm, I'm never going to do that again. <laughs> yeah. I, I felt I felt embarrassed doing that right now, just to show you what that is, and I have lost complete self respect for myself. No, no. Well, yeah. I, I lost knowing that you knew what it was. Actually, you, yeah, you yeah, have yeah, done yeah. it before, which I, I, tells me you have done it before. I've, I only do it when I win a race. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Running a 100 meter dash. <laughs> Not, that's the only. I'll get you next year. It's almost like the Usain Bolt thing, but instead of like pointing in one direction, you have your elbow in your, your whatever. Anyways, let's just taste. It's this. like a weak Heisman. Yeah, yeah. There you go. I'm not getting the citrus notes on the on yeah, the no, it's palette, interesting, right? But I, it's clean, it's crisp, it's dry, very dry, actually. Yeah, there's a there's a there's there's a pronounced dryness to it, <laughs> pronounced. but it's 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 search for no, it's it's weedy, it's dry. I mean, I wish it had more of that citrusy note carrying in through the flavors, but that I'm not getting the turmeric. Neither am I. But then I don't know what turmeric tastes like anyway. I mean, it's just a little bit in there, maybe. Maybe it's just a, a little. I it's, don't it's even. I don't, I'm not sure exactly what it you know, tastes it's like. Bitter, yeah. It is dry. Because I know it's bitter. used in a lot of, you know, uh, recipes. But, I mean, just I I know how pepper tastes like and salt tastes like and basil and all that <laughs> stuff. But it's like beyond that. Beyond that. I know. <laughs> I'm I like, know. it's just like you throw it in there. Time. And they all kind of mix time. in. Okay, 11.25. I mean, <laughs> oh, you mean the spice. Time. <laughs> the herb. Time is okay. I mean, it depends on what you sort of mix it with. Rosemary's good, but uh, turmeric, mm. ginger, I know too. Oh, I love ginger. 
from Gilligan's Island. <laughs> yeah, and ginger. I like. I mean, ginger search ginger for is, ginger's nice. the most in Hawaii. <laughs> yeah, ginger is nice. I mean, it's dry. It's got a. I mean, it's clean. It's crisp. It's fresh. It, is, it actually is refreshing. It's crisp. It's clean. The dryness is surprising. I mean, it's really. I mean, it like dries my mouth. I didn't expect that at all. I didn't expect the dryness at all. And like, I feel like I have to drink a little bit of beer and then water to, to tell you how like, I feel. Um, like Sapporo, like very dry, like Sapporo. And I'm not a big fan of of for dry beers, uh, in general. I mean, I I I don't know why people enjoy it in general because. If you're drinking beer, you want it wet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like I don't want to. I want to wet my whistle. I don't want to dry my whistle. Dry bud, dry. Yeah, no, yeah, I know. It's seriously, 1989. Try it. Yeah, I mean, there are folks that like it. I don't know why, but um, I don't know. This is not a not the best offering from Malagash. I mean, I like the fact that it's clean, it's crisp, it's no, light. I mean, you know, has has crispiness. It's to it got a sure. little bit of a turmeric flavor in there. Nice tight carbonation. But there's almost no citrus. I mean, like on the nose, you really get a lot of citrusiness. Not a lot, but, but you, not you we- get it. no weediness on the on the flavor <clears throat> either. Yeah, you do. There's weediness there. I'm not getting it. I'm getting it. <laughs> I'm getting it. <laughs> Don't know what you're tasting, but I like it. Are we drinking the same thing here? <laughs> yeah, you're right. I'm getting the weediness. Yeah. Almost, almost, almost like a. It's quite weedy, actually. Yeah, it's got a like a little bit of a half there yeah. when you when you take a big gulp. Um, or but it's small gulp. But it's, it's got <laughs> it's it's like drying my lips out. Yeah, I know. Um, but it's fresh. It's clean. It's got an interesting flavor profile with the turmeric. But but it's not their best offering. No, not even close. Uh, actually, uh, I mean, I mean this in is fact, of... you suck balls. Uh, just uh, so you know. No, I mean, I, I, uh, I search for the most in Georgia, <laughs> Southern. <laughs> There's a southern Georgia? Is there a northern Georgia? Of course. It's like northern California, southern California. We're not the same. We're not the same. Um so then we don't have fifty states. We actually have twice that then, right? Two hundred. Because we have north, south, 50, 50. east, and west. Fifty fifty. So it's fifty squared. Fifty squared, essentially. 50, 50. No, no, it's not fifty squared. It's two hundred. It's fifty times four. Fifty times two is two hundred. Fifty times four is what you said, two hundred. No, what you said north south, but east and west also. Okay, we're talking about east and west. Yeah, we have east and west. We have east California and west California. We have the coast and then we have the inland. Yeah, nobody. Would you say Riverside County is the same as Malibu? Not even close. Actually, (laughs) (laughs) completely (laughs) different. Like New York, you got Buffalo to the to the west. And you got New York City to the east. Yeah. To the north, you got Plattsburgh, which is like totally different than South New York, which is New York City. I don't know where that is. <laughs> it's yeah. like, uh, we'll enjoy this though, Ben. I mean, the the Aligash. I mean, obviously, we've had great offerings from Aligash. Yeah, you know, I, I, I like this one, one too. I like this one too. With uh, no, I, I don't, I don't, I don't hate it. But I mean, after tasting all of their other offerings, I want to say I'm disappointed. It's just, it's different. It's definitely different. Taking one more sip, huh? Just just to make sure you get your uh, yeah. your final taste. I like it. Profile I like it. in there before I like you it. I'm gonna give it a vote I'll on get, it. I'll give it an eight. An eight? Yeah, I give it a six. Six? Yeah. I mean, it's 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 not something that I would go back for. It made wheat palatable, and I hate wheat beers. You know, like even even the 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 um. 
what's that beer that you was the Oligosh, like Curiao or whatever it was, like that beer that was aged in, in bourbon barrels. At first, we didn't like it. You know, like, uh, like compared to their their other offerings, we don't like it so much. But you know, you got me a four pack, and that four pack is gone. It was it's actually it's actually not oh, bad. Oh yeah, yeah, the one I brought to your house. It's actually not bad at all. Like you know, after drinking oh, them, I, yeah. Uh, no, but I mean, it's not. It's still it's not free, as good. As, so it's still, not still, bad at all. Still not as good as their 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 their, their tripel. I mean, that that was, oh, that, was, that's, that, that was a good one. I mean, it really did have. Um, that that sort of uh, that Belgian whatever uh, sort of uh, ale flavor. I mean, it was it was really yeah, yeah. good. Uh, it was just a solid beer all around. Um, but that 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 one we tried on the podcast, the Curia, whatever that's spelled really weird. We didn't like it at all. But once I drank one, kind of let it. Stay I guess in the that's fridge. why I brought it because I didn't remember. Kind of let, let, like let, 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 let it stay in the fridge for a little My bit. And then, and then I had another one. I'm like you know what, this is actually not bad stuff. You know, like once 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 you get the flavor for it, and it, for something that's ten percent alcohol, it it's fairly smooth for a ten percent alcohol beer. Yeah. So you know maybe this is something that would you know grow, grow on, on me you. over time. But right now, just tasting on the podcast, it's, it's it, you know, I expected something completely different from the flavors that I'm getting. Well, let me ask you this. Well, what would you put in the refrigerator? In other words, <clears throat> so you're, you're, you're going to stock your fridge yeah. with a 12 pack. Now, assume, right now, right well, now, assuming they don't have a 12, assuming they don't, well, I don't, 12 packs is the wrong word. You're going to come home. Have a couple beers after work every day. No, I don't. Yeah, but yeah. I'm not saying you yeah, do. I'm not saying you do. I barely drink but beer. But that's what you were going to do. Uh-huh. What would you put in your refrigerator that's reasonably priced? You're going to stack a bunch in there to drink. Like your buddies are going to come over. You're going to have a beer. You're going to have a couple beers after work. Mm-hmm. What do you put in there? What's your uh, cheap, not cheap, but your reasonably priced beer that you, doesn't matter whether it's mass produced mm-hmm. or not. What are you going to oh, plop in? The, what are you going to plop in the fridge? Right now, I have, uh, I have maybe ten Peronis in my beer. I'm in my, in my fridge. I have ten Peronis in my beer. I have ten Peronis. Italian beer. Italian I have ten Peronis in the fridge. Uh, maybe a couple of Stellas. Uh, maybe a Modelo. But you know, but the Peroni, the Peroni, I drank a few, and I went back and bought and bought more Peronis because I like. The and we we had it on the show not too long ago. The, the Peroni, I forgot how good Peronis were, too. Um, but it has that little bit of uh, skunky bitterness to it, but then but not also that crispness and refreshingness to it as well. And so that is the beer that I stock my fridge with is the Peroni. Interesting. Okay. What about you, Ben? Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, probably. Uh. Probably the Einstock. What do you think? Probably. What do you have in your fridge right now? I'm telling. Oh, outside. this is what I, I have in my fridge right now. If you oh, came over, right now? if you came over, I have Peronis on the top shelf, ready to go for whoever comes over. What do I have in there? Well, I mean, you have all these other. You have a lot of beers. Because, yeah, I have a yeah. lot of beers in there. Yeah, I think the Einstock, the Einstock, the Blue Can. Not the white ale, but the regular blue can, whatever that is. Yeah. The the, yeah. the Icelandic ale. I can't ale. remember exactly what it is yet. It might be this. That's the one that yeah. I. That's what yeah. I have. That's what I. Well, like if I mow the lawn yeah. and it's warm, that's what I grab. But you turned me on onto the Peronis because I think you picked up a couple of Peronis and yeah. I, I forgot how good. I mean, because like I like the Cronenberg also. I mean, those are also kind of similar in 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 flavor. But yeah, I mean the Peroni, it's 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 very underrated. 
you know, not too many people go after the Peronis, but if it has like a lot of different flavors in there for like a mass produced beer. And when it's cold, it's really good. Man, yeah, it is. I, I do enjoy it. Like I, I had the Pilsner or Kell in there for a while, but then I'm like, you know what? These Peronis, I'm liking these. And they're light. They're not like heavy. They're not like, you know, 10%. You know, they're, they're light beers, but there's a lot of flavor in it for light beer. Yeah, because we traveled the world. We, I mean, we went to, you know, Portugal and to Austria and to, all, you know, to Italy, to all these countries. And we'd always try like their... You know, they're mass-produced beer. Karlovacko, mm-hmm. Ozusko in... in um, Lashko in Slovenia? Uh, Lashko, that's up there. But that's you can't good. really find it here as much as you... Never. Yeah, I mean, you can't ever find it because they don't sell that it. I actually like Lashko. Lashko. Is, uh, is actually a pretty good beer also. Pretty so, decent. But of all those beer. sort of Amberbach, whatever that... Or Superbach, I think it was in uh, Portugal. They had the Superbach and the Kalik in Bahamas. and So you tried their mass-produced What's beers. What's the one in Austria? That uh, one. Otakringer. Otakringer. That, that one. That was good. That is a good beer. That, was good. that is a beer that I enjoyed in the early 2000s when I first went to Vienna. And then every single time I go back, even, I mean, with you, Ben, I mean, with that whatever the sour was festival really that was going on and everything, they had all those different flavors of the Otakringer. And they we can't find the Otakringer here, but I really enjoy that beer. Yeah, that I can't good. believe they don't have it here. Yeah. So, but of all those beers, the Otterkringer and the and the Peroni is probably my favorite. Mm-hmm. In terms of just cold, you know, sit down, have a beer. It's it's really has the nice balance of everything you want from a mass produced sort of pilsner lager. Mm-hmm. All right, Franny, you're at a six. I'm at an eight. Anything else to add before we? Nothing else to add to this long podcast, Ben, except thank you so very much, everybody out there, for listening. And we'll see you next week. Playoffs. Playoffs. Eagles. Steelers. Tomorrow. (laughs) Hopefully we'll be happy next week. I know. (laughs) At least one of us. At least both. Yeah, both of us will be happy next week. Or both of us will be depressed. At least one. Yeah, at least let's get one win of the two. Ten-point underdogs. Well, you're not a 10-point, but we're both you are significant underdogs tomorrow. We'll see you next week.